What up, everybody? Welcome, everybody, to the Red Match Podcast, the automotive podcast Hello. where Kyle got a carbon fiber hood. Jamal is late again. Yeah, yeah. And we have Lenny back. Will Jamal be under a gazebo when what we up? find him? Which one will he be under when he gets back? He has so many. That's a great question. Find start, out start taking, We should start taking bets on this shit. We should start taking bets on this shit. Um, no, we do not what have stickers, but we do. Oh we, my god, damn it. <laughs> we have stickers um, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Smash the notification bell. Um, follow us on Instagram. Join our Discord. Link in bio. All the other good shit. Um, we're having a lot of fun in the Discord, Share actually. That shit. Yeah, dude. A lot of fun in the Discord. A lot of cool shit. A lot of photo sharing. Uh, we got some photographers in there that'll post some sick shit. People doing wild dude. shit with their cars. Those ones earlier day in the forest? Yeah, the yeah, dude. Those that was pretty those were pretty those were pretty hard. Lenny's Lenny's got sweet shorts on. And a fro. The the quietness of Lo- of Lenny's demeanor is only offset by the loudness of those shorts. Um, <laughs> you love them. I do. Um, but we want to have Lenny back yeah, on. Twelve bucks. <laughs> twelve but twelve Come whole twelve whole dollar hairs. Twelve whole dollar on sale uh, too. Yeah. Um, Japanese cars are going apeshit, and Lenny has a lot of experience. In Japanese cars. So we thought it'd be a good conversation. Actually, Lenny thought it would be a good conversation to have, which you would know if you were in the Discord. Lenny actually, Lenny basically invited himself on the show. This is essentially Lenny what did happened. <laughs> so, but we're never going to tell him no. So here we are. You can see if you're watching, you won't be able to see if you're listening. Kyle is installing a hood on the GTI. It is carbon fiber. It is full carbon fiber, not carbon fiber, not CFRP. The real deal, Holyfield, fiberglass free. Um, and that shit that looks, was, that was nice. That you, was, you like that? Yeah, I do that what I can. Nice. <laughs> um, you should catchphrase that. Yeah. We'll trade TM. Um, but it looks sick. And he was like, I got to put this thing on. Apparently it just showed up today. You ordered it like over a year ago. So he was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, I support you because you like German shit anyway. So this JDM conversation doesn't really matter to you. Appreciate Thumbs up. It. No worries, dog. I see you. Um, I, I like I like dry carbon fiber though. <laughs> Thank you, Jenna. Thank you, Jen, for the moral support. <laughs> um, yeah. On the on the the topic of merch, because merch is in the chat, we're gonna do stickers. We have a shirt coming. Um, we're just getting started. We're working with um Tim, who was on with Superdrive. Um, so if you haven't catched that episode, catch that. Cause that was actually a really cool, uh, interesting yep. episode. Um, but we were like, Hey man, we need a shirt. Um, and hey, we Kyle. needed, we needed to be nice tight. Power stance. Dude, he's really Sorry. squatting. Look at those quads, man. Jesus. Yeah. yeah twerk it, Miley. Um, so if it's you're listening to this Miley. later, it's like, there's so much going on right now. You can't even understand. Um, but yeah, we have a, we have a, we have a design coming. Um, it's going to be four or five steps above the very simple t-shirt that we did first run. So we hope you guys like it a lot because we're, we're putting a lot into it. Um, so buy them. Yeah. yeah. Give us, give us your money. So like subscribe purchase. So we That's can funnel it into works. more merchandise. And then maybe at some point generate a profit off of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, that's it. So Jamal will be here eventually. He's Kyle's obviously been doing squats. Yeah, you haven't met Jamal. He's a is my dog. That's my dog from back in the day, and um, he backs me up on all my hood shit, which is nice to have somebody that understands me around. 
Um. <laughs> so yeah, as we were talking about, so this conversation kind of sort of started because Timmy always posts shit in Bring a Trailer. Turn. And then Lenny found himself an R33 shell. Right. So we were kind of on the subject of that, which, by the way, did you ever win? Did you win that shell? I did not. Uh, I wanted that cluster ending. so bad. Man, there were so many. We could talk about that here in a minute. Let's talk about so it. many guitars <laughs> in that car. So it was just a roller, the right? Engine. No engine, no tranny, no engine. Yeah, it was just yeah. yeah. Just a rolling rolling cell. It had an interior, some parts of the interior, not the full interior. Uh no engine, no tranny. But it had some engine accessory parts, uh, you know, still within the engine bay. Working suspension, it had all the diffs that are not attached, you know, to the transmission yeah. itself. Or the engine. So like 75% uh, and, and of an intestine system. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the only issue was some of the body had rust, which you know, Japan. It's okay. You, it's Japan, right? Yeah. Be expected. But the final winning bid, I think it was just over a million yen. So I think it was like one million one thousand yen, which is actually really, really mad. That's so that's like that in, in can you yeah can no you... in freedom dollars here. I'll do the quick math for you because I know Alex. Alex immediately wants to know the math. He can't do it yeah, himself. Yeah, me too. Because no, I, I don't cannot. know what the fuck that is. I think it's if like anything, 7, I could speak in like Zenny from Dragon Ball. Six thousand, seven thousand, six hundred, somewhere around that ballpark. That's a you know wow. when you when, considering the fact that you got to you still have to get that bitch here. Um, well, no, yeah, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a thirty-three that would be immediately coming over. So, like, there's the history of the car uh, was that it was involved in a theft and it was a recovery insurance recovery, and so there was no documentation with the car. So. So you're buying you're buying a salvaged engine and transmission list roller from Japan, essentially. Yeah, the, if if anything, the shell could be reused for a great race car, but right. I don't think it could ever be re-registered. Or you know, it would cost probably more than it's worth to go through the paperwork to re-register it. Yeah, I would, Japan. I would. I would. And then to more so to like to ship it out uh, to you know America, it needs to have a title. Right. And that is missing from it at this point at the auction. And so, like, to go through all that, uh, if I was over there as well as, you know, my with my partner, maybe a two man operation, it would, you know, it'd be economical and worth it. But like we thought about it and it was just on that borderline. So we didn't yeah. go for it. I mean, that, again, that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of ched. That's a lot of ched for a, for a roller. Uh, it wasn't even really about the money. It was just more about the time and effort. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna, you're gonna, him to do it himself, right? Because he's over there by himself, and that's what you know. He would have to take up space in his in his shop in his garage for all that. And so, it's not the. It's not so much the roller. Be a great deal, but no. (laughs) But you're not in Japan. You're in America, where we're not allowed to have shit, dog. So yeah, no. I was saying like if you, yeah, you guys have it even worse. But no, I was saying is um. It's one thing if it's sixty five hundred bucks, and then you have a roller that you can just build a car out of, but you have to get it registered there to bring it here. So you've got to just continue to throw money at it before you can actually get it. It's just you know, it's not sixty five hundred bucks, is what I'm saying. Really, what it's all said. You know what I mean? So. I mean, yeah. Still, still, like if we were being really hyperbolic here, if we were to think out, okay, I put, I did all the the paperwork for the shotgun which is the title in japan and then i'm it's it's able to get shipped out to america i have to put an engine and a transmission 
clean up the interior, and then also deal with the rust. If it's surface rust or deeper than that, who knows? Like it's still missing a hood, bumper, the headlights that cost ten grand. Like there's a lot to be done, but I think it would still come under the market price value of the thirty-three, or you know, whatever the perceived is. I see what you're saying. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, probably. So in the end, you'd still be winning. Uh, but to get there, is that a tough to, sell? That's like, a lot of commitment. Like you know this better than than we do, which is why you invited yourself here. But. <laughs> um <laughs> like he kind of, he kind of, Timmy opened the door with all these he, uh, he did the BATs constant constant no but my oh, question is stuff. it's cool shit <laughs> I know it's overpriced shit but there's <laughs> a lot of literally cool and there's there's a lot there, going on there's market pricing and then there's bring a trailer pricing <laughs> they're it not the same thing <laughs> oh, they're not the same thing uh, but my question is is like while I you're absolutely right. You'd probably be under the. Did you see? Okay, pause. Did you guys see that Larry Chen's GTR got fucking yes. valued at eighty five thousand dollars? Yes. How much did of that you is see the, that he brought it to Tommy Effiez's shop? We're, which, we're not, I'm not. I'm not going to get into YouTuber slander on the internet. Okay. We're the smallest uh, fish. In the that no, we're Can the we smallest. Probably, you know what? I'm gonna in, in hour we'll one, 20, come, 20 we'll minutes in, in an hour. Yeah, yeah, I'll say no because we're a small channel and I don't want to make waves. And then by the time I've had a couple of me, no matter I what their names are, throw <laughs> the biggest stones is that the way it goes? Yeah, right. Something about huts and wolves. I don't Something know. About that. Um, but yeah, it so my because he had original pin. It's a that is a great point. He's right. So Dave my question, right. my question is, uh, wait, sure. up, wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. The AH3 paint coat is one rare, and it was in original condition, and it looked like his uh, seals and moldings were in, you know, all right for the right. age. And so right. there's a lot of that. But my question is, is like the roller, because you were like, oh, I'd come in under market. Once you got the car here, yeah. right, and and you deal with all that, at some point it's still a salvaged, stolen GTR. Does that Does anybody actually give a fuck stateside? Or is it just to be like, it's an R33, well, fucking send it. You know what I mean? Like, Here's an interesting thing about the Japanese title uh, and the export certificate, and then the translation that you comes with all of that, and then what comes out on the U.S. title is completely different, right? And so unless you had a copy of the Japanese title, the Shaken, like you wouldn't know if it was a recovered. So what you're telling me is you're a fucking crook. You just say it. You're like I'm a fucking crook, and I would I just say <laughs> I, would, I would do all that because the, because my my intention with the shell at the at the most finest point was, was to race keep car. it in Japan, right. uh, then make it a race car in Japan whenever I you know whenever yeah. I get back over there because yeah, I have a ton okay. of parts just sitting there as well. I mean, which would I mean, listen, fucking Alexi has kept fucking beer can skyline right for generations over there for the exact same yeah, reason he keeps it at, 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 he was uh, yeah like i would i wouldn't even have to go that far up north which is great it's very yeah. convenient i'm very blessed to have that opportunity but i think this I, one this one went through through the through the grips it's all right it's you you know i'm sorry that you only own one skyline lenny i know that's really tough for you <laughs> I know you're really like having a That's rough. Real hard. Dude, it's a, just so hard, hard for Lenny. There was three outside of my like parked outside of my house that I had ownership of 
it was a it was an interesting point in my life. Wow, and there were all thirty twos as well. They just fucking stop us in the face. And Jesus. that was the Red Match podcast. You're right. Yeah, the automotive yeah, podcast yeah. where Lenny's it's never going to be back to... ever. We're never bringing it back. <laughs> right. Okay. We so, but, never... but like, okay. Like, and to be to be fair though, like full disclosure, uh, I was in ownership of those 32s, but they were friends of mine that I was holding until they were import ready. It's not mine. I'm just holding name. it for a homie. Right. Okay. And they were in my name. <laughs> so I was able to legally export them back to them, you know. Oh, and I so, get it. So you're a crook, like we said. Accurate. Ain't no such thing so as halfway crooks, bro. Here, guys, I yeah, uh, lost my crook. ten mil socket. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, I know. Nice hey, Ryan. Hey, um, just first place to check is your manifold. Go check your intake manifold before you. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Shit, right. Which, how does that get in when you're putting a hood on? Nobody knows, but Kyle, figure it Nobody out. Nobody knows. Um, yeah. To to clo- let me can I just close the, the coffin on this thirty three rolling shell story because yes, I just want to put it into into further perspective on what me and my my buddy who's still in Japan and a good friend of mine uh, what we were intending on doing is parting out what what was left of the thirty three and uh, then using that money to fund the race car into the sh- from the into the shell of this thirty three yeah, and, okay. and like was going to be totally self sufficient was be great because like this is how crazy the market is and this is bigger into our conversation i think uh the rear spats alone on those 33 uh they're like a top secret type that's two thousand dollars nowadays the nismo 320 kilometer gauge i think that that's like 2500 bucks probably three thousand dollars as well so let's pause right there wait right let's pause just on the gauge cluster okay right Mm -hmm. you could sell that gauge cluster and buy a standalone right i was gonna try to buy with a digital cluster attached you could buy a link ecu digital cluster like ecu standalone fucking the whole thing for the cost of that 30 year old analog cluster Mm -hmm. you could have yeah that's you'd have a rock and roll race car like 10 out of 10 that thing would be fucking badass the the nismo like three pod gauge in the center console like the it was almost full interior and it looked like okay like you yeah. could probably sell it for well i don't know full interior goes for more than three grand nowadays on yahoo yeah. auctions like it, it the gtr market the parts market for gtrs and like all things skyland and i think greater than that jdm it's, it's like on a huge hype bubble right now and it's it's super it's inflated. because of our guy it's because of we've and we've had this conversation before on the podcast it's because of our generation we are the grew up playing midnight club watching initial d and option videos and we are those guys and now we have jobs that pay money and it's like so if i throw enough money at the thing that i want i'm now legally allowed to have it Mm-hmm. Enter Mike. Right. So it's just, it's the same. It's the same shit. Enter Leonard. You know, ten years ago when Dude. when GTRs were ten grand. Enter Alex eternally crying because Mickey Andrade built a fucking stadium on the on YouTube, which that was how okay. well, kind I, of. I sent I sent you one in the chat from Top Rank, by the way. At the I know. Match. I. All right. I'll take a look. Um, when saying. was this? When did, when did uh, you send saying, it? Just now. Just now. In which but chat? Like, what are you talking about? On the stream. I have, I have the, the red match Instagram. Well. I want to see it. Oh, oh. the red match Instagram. Okay. My bad. Uh, no, you good. But like, I've been sitting here listening to you guys, like, and I'm on Top Rank's website. And like, this shit puts it like completely in perspective. Granted, 
top rank goes after like rare cars, low mile cars. But like, meanwhile, dude, still sitting a... on that garage store as fucking GTR that he bought. Yeah, here you go. Here's a 1994 GTR Skyline, 24,000 kilometers. So very original, very low mileage. It's got some BBS wheels on it. They want $110,000 for that car. Okay, Lenny so this paid 10 grand for his car. This makes me feel so much. This, this, this makes me feel so much better right now. Look at this. Why? 37 G's for a 260 Dude, RS? That is dope as fuck. A lot of people don't know what that car is, though. No, here's the thing. And I looked at the numbers that that Stagia video nice. did. That Stagia video did two had 273,000 views the last time I checked on it. And it's a three-week-old video. Throttle's videos genuine, generally pull more views than that. Yeah. So There's even... Million and views, never yeah. mind the fact that he didn't buy one. He just Thank built you. one over there. And then he bought an R34 and that video fucking went off the charts because Mickey bought an R34. I don't know. He bought no, he bought the stage yet. Oh, yeah, did he bought them both? He bought the stage. Yeah, he bought yeah, both. He bought them both. Savage. I the stage is his. Day, yeah. Okay. Um, but never Dude, ne- nevertheless, it's like a lot of people still see it and they're like, it's an ugly fucking wagon. And they're kind of right. I just don't care because it's an R34. Can I ask a question? Yeah. It looks sick. Do, I just I just uh, discovered Throttle and who they are, and they're uh-huh. at least they're uh, well, they're YouTube. Yeah. Do they resell these cars that they buy on their channel? No. Because so he so- was saying he was saying like something to that effect, and and I was like, oh, so you're buying these cars, modifying them, and probably hyping them up, and the same time in your videos, and then you're going to resell they- them to. They give them away. Somebody. So yeah, some oh, of them. Some of them they give away. Some of them they do sell. Like Mickey built a cappuccino and then sold it back to Top Rank, which is actually still on their website if you go look at it. Um, but like he has a nice. like the the rear engine converted K20 turbo um Civic hatch. That's his car. Um, they have a Tesla swapped 37 350Z that they built, which I think they sold that one off. Which actually that car was pretty sick. Um but like a lot of the BMWs are Evan Beckerman's and he ends up selling those off and like swapping out. Um, but yeah. a lot of the shit is their it's cars really too. It's fucking super clean. Yeah. Um, I would have to pay for two years of storage on this vehicle. Um, oh, it's yeah. All tech two RS. God fucking damn it. But I think, I think kind of leading into what we were talking about, I think top rank kind of sets the precedence for these cars and like what they're going to cost because i think they do bring a lot of clean examples to the market but well like, he's sean's been in the fucking game forever dude you know what i mean yeah. like he bailed on motor x because he saw that it was going ass over tea kettle because a homeboy that was kind of like cocaine and hookering the company into the ground um yeah. but he did i, I mean, mean he got- he worked with carb he worked with epa to develop all these processes to make these cars legal in the states back in the day right and, and did all the crash testing and all that other shit so he kind of wrote the book on how does one sell a California legal skyline, right? Yeah. He's been doing it for 20 some 30 years or 20 some years at this point. So, I mean, fuck, they got a Bayside blue R34 GTR on basically it's a hundred percent stock from what I can see. I mean, it's got the original air box. There's steering wheels there. The gear shift is there. Wheels. Lenny, what, want, what's 179,000 kilometers in, in American? 
Uh, that's like 80,000 miles. Yeah, fucking I, sold, baby, on a 25-year-old car. Fucking send it, dog. I don't give a hell fuck. yeah. Oh, this Bayside Blue GTR, though, is $175,000. Yeah, it's an R34. Like, I why? think so. Yeah, so, so let me let me like. I think I really know the reason why. Um, because like, to Lenny's curmudgeon ass point on GTRs R34 specifically, the difference between our GTRs objectively is more mainly mass in the size of the vehicle. And styling, but performance-wise, it's essentially the same engine and drivetrain. Yes, obviously, there's more powerful versions. Some make, you know, whatever. There's tuned up. There's the Z tunes. There's all this other shit. Um, but the R32, when you think of Japanese cars as smaller-ish and lighter-ish and nimble, that's realistically the most kind of on-brand example for that, right? The reason why the R34 is the favorite is that to most people, myself included, it's the best looking one. I know they're huge. I've seen one in person. It's a large, it's bigger than your R33. Yeah. But well, we saw one at Superdrive. Yeah. It's yeah. It's basically the same size by the by the dimensions. Like the wheelbase of the 33 is longer by two inches. But that's a lot of that's a lot. Two inches of the 34 is is over by two inches. And so like in the end, it's kind of shifting it around. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I think what it is, is like when you look at all of like the cars that. Like pull a lot when you talk about Japanese cars, when we're not talking about EG hatches and, and like like Hondas and all that kind of shit, where it's like, is it an ITR, all that shit. It's that long hood, long trunk thing, flat, very flat cars, right? Like S13s are very flat. Even S14s are super flat. Supra's older ones, you know, Mark th- Mark II's, Mark III's, all that shit, Chasers and all that other shit. They're just flat, squarish kind of cars. And the R34 is like the squarishest iteration of that. Yep. And I think that's why people gravitate to it. Plus, obviously, there's the Fast and the Furious effect. There's all the, you know midnight club all that other shit right that was the fucking halo car was r34 even the fucking um the initial d video games in the arcades back in the day right that was like the last car on the list was the fucking r34 gtr right so it's just it's been super pumped up and there's fewer of them by a wide margin right yeah so you know that's why do i think they're two hundred thousand dollar cars fuck no there is not a two there's not a hundred and even if we go off Larry Chen's car at 85 grand, there's not $115,000 worth of difference between an R32 and an R34. So, I would agree, yeah. Not unless it was like a V-spec to... No, it'd have to be some, a Z-tune. And the only one that yeah, I would ever some, justify some would be a Z-tune, right? Because it's just like, yeah. hey, they took 100 cars, yeah. right? Some stupid shit like that? It was 100 cars? It's like, yeah. like the 400. That's like the 400R, right? They built, they built Z, 40... They 20 built Z-tunes, 40 okay. They built 40 of the 400Rs? Yeah. 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 So I can understand why that's a collector car. Like I get that. But those but are also half million dollar cars damn near at this point. Like they're that carbon hood looks no, good. No, 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 no. You guys. Add yeah, a one right. in front of that. Are they that high already? One point five? Oh god, yeah. God damn it, Kyle. That shit looks so hot. Fuck, dude. Oh nice. That looks good. You, look can't, good? Sell, you can't sell that car, dog. 
I was gonna fall back a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, I was gonna say like you're gonna get out of the GTI to drive an RS. I was telling him like... today that he needs to finish the all-wheel drive swap, and he, that car needs TE37s, black TE37s Ooh. with the red Volk fucking stickers on them. I, I second that. I definitely. Second and because that. the wheel, you sell it if you're gonna buy a GTR. That's my vote. No. Oh, hold on. Let me open the, the hood up here. Did you find the 10 mil? 10 mil. Damn, it looks no, like you actually got it. You got it pretty, like, lined up. Like, it looks like you've got all your... Oh, he wasn't going to bed before that shit was... No, I told... He was like, oh, it'll take me, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, you're going to be sitting there dicking with it, trying to get your panel gaps right for, like, the rest of your life. So, no, you're not going to... It's not going to be 20 oh, no, minutes. I got it. Dude, so, it's Mike, all carbon you... fiber. I don't know. It's kind of hard to see, but... Yeah, full so carbon. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's nice. The yes. washer jets were a pain in the ass to get back in. That I but everything fits. I'm actually really <laughs> impressed that you didn't have to file anything or like Dremel anything out, even like gel coat to get anything to fit. So yeah. was that like was that a prepreg yeah. part? Do you know if they use prepreg or they actually like had to like hand lay resin or fucking? Uh, as far as I know, they're all handmade from a uh, premium Deutsch carbon. Thank you, John. Shout out to that man. I'm so it's probably uh, yeah, so it's it's pre-preg then. Tag so. that guy. Um, but it's all the reason I ordered from him is it's all one to one. So all of his fender, his mirror caps, his you know emblems, everything that um, that that guy makes is all like basically one to one. So it's it's basically factory fit. Yeah, and that's. I think that's why I was able to get the the gaps on there so good. Uh, I need a small adjustment; it needs to just kind of you know move a little bit, but I'll do that at work tomorrow. Yeah, no, nah, dude, you got yeah high quality shit. Like Cybon's getting dragged through the fucking mud right now. Oh, Lenny oh, has. Yeah. A, Lenny would like to share with the group. What kind of what kind of protection do you have on that hood, or what kind of protection are you looking to put on that hood? Like some ceramic coating. You need some. UV expel the shit, I think. Oh, I'm doing expel for sure. But the problem, <laughs> so uh, I've been talking to our expel uh, guy that has been, you know, working with us, I think, for the the last year. Um, and he just cut ties with the company today. So, like, I've been trying to get a hold of him. And so I'm going to go with uh, Tim and uh, Mike. You guys know Dave and Christine. So I'm just going to have oh, to get those. Oh, yeah. They're expensive. But they are expensive. There's a reason why the they're yeah. yeah. So it's going to get an expel hopefully this week. You know, hopefully I can catch them this week or something like that. But Bro, that'll take them an hour and a half. I know. If that. Well, it's like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know the process for expel, but obviously they got to get in the little. Bro, you know, they go get... to their house 20 minutes away from the dealership. They print out the the measurement for your hood and they come back. Yeah, but he's got all the extra vents and shit that he's got to like. That, that would take him a bit longer. They got to hand cut some pieces, but yeah, yeah. Two, uh, two, hours, two hours max. Yeah, yeah two hours max. They, they got it. I mean, it. you could do it the old-fashioned way and like just add like maybe a kilogram of urethane matte uh, ceramic coating clear, but like body pop, body shop would have to do that. Right. Two yeah, yeah, layers of that. Definitely if I was going to go the old way, Lenny, my tent would be bubbling, okay? Damn, Roasted. <laughs> I love that I have single-handedly right. started a small shithead movement just to Please ferociously roast Timmy. I mean, roast did Lenny about his tent over and over again. Until... Did you Did you see what Jaybird said? Oh, it's I did. because he had the original tent. That's why he got 85 grand for that it's shit. That's exactly why. Oh. 
is it like is it is it like is it like horsepower stickers like it's another 100 bucks for every bubble in your tent oh, yeah. is that how that works <laughs> uh, like a thousand buddy a thousand more than you can afford pal um <laughs> Fucking classic, dude. Yeah, getting back to the price on on yeah. the, on everything. So, like the the reason why I think it's more ridiculous that these cars are going for this amount of money now, and like the thirty four isn't even legal yet, right? And no, so, people like, are still paying two hundred G's for it and then paying to store it for the next. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's the parts as well, right? And then and so you then you have a bunch of dudes <laughs> bidding on a rolling shell. Uh, up to a million yen on Yahoo auctions, you know, in the middle of the week because it's got some rear spats and a gauge cluster, and and that you know alone will be enough to recoup the money that you invest into the car. Then you got a whole bunch of stuff, and so like the regular GTR owners, or like I wouldn't say the regular because no maybe thing. they all have a little bit of yeah, no no such thing as a regular GTR owner, but like the old the ones that have been having that have had the cars, excuse me. Or the tongue twister, but like they've had these cars for years now, and and like they've driven it daily driver type of owners, and they're getting priced out of maintenance parts because those are oh, being those point. are hard to come by, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But then you have people like Trusky Kaku over in uh, Japan who are like they have been hoarding uh, parts and cars and shells and engines and all Fucking sorts smart, of things though. for the last decade. It's smart. I'm not saying it's bad. It's very, very business savvy of them. But like they've cornered the market. It and now, fucks the market a little bit. Yeah. It, it, and it, it, it's fucked the market completely. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they, they had they had a, a brand new N1 block up on their site for seven hundred thousand yen the other day. That's uh, five thousand dollars. So here's so like here's the the interesting thing that I, Kyle's got a giant boner for his hips. Here's here's the interesting thing that I think we're gonna start to see is. One, like you see shit where like Toyota is now remanning parts for Supras, Mark IV Supras, right? In the yeah. States, you can buy new parts. Yeah. I think at one, as those cars start to come to the US, I I do honestly think because like, dude, I used to go buy JDM Nissan parts at a fucking dealership in La Puente when I was in LA, right? Like you could, they would mm-hmm. order the JDM shit. They had those supply lines, that connections, but there, I think when there's more of those cars in stateside, we'll start, there may be Nissan being like, hey, we're going to start remanufacturing certain maintenance parts for this car, right? Because um, now there's more of a demand for it, whatever. The other they thing have, I think. They have already, though, because they have yeah, the Nissan already has, yeah, they already have it. Already. No, yeah. I know, but they also have, but a lot of that shit is still like, you know, like, oh, we'll restore your GTR for a half million dollars. No, but I think what I'm saying is you're going to see, yeah, you'll, I think aside from that type of shit, I'm saying like, I think you'll see it's all based on demand. Right. And the more there is in the market, the cost goes down because it's not as like rare of a a hard to to get as a part. So I think if they start to ramp up production of those parts, because now the States has these cars, we're, we're drivers. We like to do all this shit. Hopefully that offsets to some degree because now there's a larger market other than Japan and like New Zealand and the, you know, Europe and all that shit where people will be demanding these parts well, Two, I, I, I think, I, I think, I think oh, the aftermarket. There's yeah, there's no. more. I think the aftermarket in this country is, is going to step up for a lot of that shit because now that we have the cars here, we're yeah. going to want to work on them. 
So like an N1 block is 700 grand. Like I can get a billet RB block for less than that, obviously. Right. I can get one made in the States or made in fucking New Zealand for less than $700,000 and it'll perform 700,000 yen. Yen, which is $70,000. I don't think the billet billet blocks are still going for like 10 grand, 12 grand. Oh, that's not 70 grand. What's what is yen? What is yen? Let me see this thing. That's probably. That is probably. I thought you said seven million yen. I don't know where the fuck I got that from. Seven hundred. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, it's like five grand. You, I don't know if you can get a billet block for an RB. No, no, you can't. Fuck no. I like I said. I thought you said seven million yen. Um, but even still, I think I think that that shit will start to. Who knows, dude? Maybe you have people start fucking forge casting blocks out here. That's the beauty of like you, think, this, yeah. you know the 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 machining forging industry in this country is we make a bunch of shit out of metal, right? That's what we fucking Pretty do. Metal printing. Very true. Yeah, exactly. So I think that as we start to have more of those cars, I mean RBs are picking up popularity as it is. People have gotten hip to the fact that once you get to a certain power level, everything's expensive. And realistically, yeah. like an RB, like the thing with an LS is the LS is the cheapest way to get to 500 wheel horsepower. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you're going past that or you're going to a race application, things start to even out really quick. Mm-hmm. And you can really kind of decide what makes the most sense for you. And a lot of times, you know, a 2J or an RB is more cost effective than an 800 horsepower LS, right? So I think all that stuff will play into it. But it's the biggest issue, I think, is the barrier to entry just to get the fucking car right now. Because everything is just yeah. like skyrocketed like crazy. And it's, you know, it's harder to long-term plan if you don't have the cash on hand to pull the trigger. It's like, what are we going to do, you know? And there's not a lot of, there's still not a lot of uh, dealers and services in Japan that are offering storage, at least not at a probably fair market rate that Top Rank is uh, offering. I don't know what their storage fees are offhand. If you guys do, please tell I me. No I've been trying clue. to figure it out. Yeah, I have no clue. I feel like I feel like that's a conversation you have when you are getting ready to sign a six-figure contract for a car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they're like, "This is what it's going to cost." I don't think it's cheap. Um, so like years ago when I was uh, working for Rivsu, we were we were storing customer cars for like two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks a month. Would you guys say that's pretty reasonable? Like, also this was like. Uh, almost 10 years ago now back in 2014 so i'll put it to yeah i'll put i mean if i had to rent like are we talking climate controlled or non-climate controlled no it was in like a straight up garage japanese warehouse garage yeah okay so we're still yeah we're still subject to humidity we're still subject to rust we're still subject to all that other type of shit um i mean you can't get a her you can't get climate controlled car storage for 250 a month out here i don't think I think it's usually no. closer to six or seven hundred bucks a month, right? So maybe more. So I would say that's pretty fair. Um, I think what it, the biggest issue is that two hundred fifty bucks a month times four fucking years. Yeah. Right. Like that adds up. And granted, I think that's the biggest thing is if you're going deep on an R thirty four, it makes sense. If I'm buying a S fifteen. Maybe I roll the dice and see if it's less expensive when I can just get the fucking car. You know what Whoa. I mean? There's a prime example that of on. going up. Shit. Dude, everything's... I mean, dude, Jay-Z... Look at fucking chaser prices, dude. 34. Mm. They're fucking... They're... Pff, 
It's insane. The car is not thirty five thousand dollars in twenty twenty two. Nice. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like and, and I don't I don't for like seventy grand. But here, oh, here's, dude, here's, have you have you looked at series like the the um. What was the f- the last series of the FDs? Was it fuck? What they call it? The relief series or some Spirit shit? Like that? Or the yeah, yeah, thank you. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The the they were all black. There was like thirty five of them, Mister Percent or some shit like that. But they were all black. They all had just, like the red and black badge on them, whatever. Asinine. Granted, it's a limited run. It's basically a a turbo R FD. Like it's not that much different. You know what I mean? It's got some badges and some shit like that, but. At its core, it's a turbo twin turbo FD. Yeah, asinine, dude. Like you can so, buy, so I'm hmm. on their website right at top rank, and you can buy a 2001 S15 Sylvia S Spec R from Japan. It's got 166,000 kilometers on it. So it's like 50,000 miles. That's fucking 30 60, grand. 000? Yeah, it's 30 grand. It's a lot of money. Like. Compared to GTR market, that's the, nothing. Right, but this is a two hundred and forty horsepower car. It's an SR twenty. That's true. Basically, buying. I guess. The, I guess you buy that, but you buy that. You buy it for the potential of that car. You buy it because look at it. What the fuck? <laughs> well, okay, so like when Mike says there, there is some validity to that. I think uh, there is something to be said of the S fifteen drifting versus. Uh, the S14 and S13. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the, it was the and most I refined opinion, us much easier to rotate around, rotate around, uh, and and you know hold the drift, and it's a lot more nimble out the gate. I would say. Just I don't think anything's cool. more nimble than an S13, though. Like just by lightness, period. Like I've driven 14s and 13s with the same shitty American engine that we got, and I've even driven I've driven my single slammer versus a dual cam, which is. Have you ever driven a single cam US spec KA fucking 240 is a miserable experience. Gosh. Shit's fucking gutless. But yeah, when I you had co- an S13 once pause on. I remember that. <laughs> so Zane you can, too. You can think that was mine. Cars. That that was mine too. Yeah. Um <laughs> 89 hatch. But um you can set them up one of two ways. You can set them up to be super neutral. And it's very easy to make them super neutral. And they're really fucking fast and a whole lot of speed, but they're also super snappy. I've always felt that the coupes were a bit snappier on like initiation than a, a hatches. I don't know if it's a parcel tray or whatever the fuck, but the rear end just seems like way tighter together. But um, like even a 14, like I drove my buddy's 14 and it felt a little bit just marginally heavier. And an S15 is a heavier car. It's the heaviest of the three of them, right? It's, an, it's the newest one. It's a little bit bigger. Um, but I mean, when you look at the cars, S15 is so fucking attractive. It's such a good looking car. You know what I mean? It's got it's so, so much yeah. going for it. Like front to back. You're like, dude, I used to hate as 14 nice. points. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's a, nice as well. It's just like an all, all around good car. Yeah. It's just a more refined S chassis. Right. And so, and it's so markedly different in appearance than the, the 13 and the 14. And I think that it's such a step forward in terms of design. It's got so much more like dynamicism in the way it looks, which is, this is the same reason why I like Kuki S 14 is better than Zenki's. Cause I just feel like the front end has more drama to it. It's a little bit more interesting to look at. Um, oh, you, go check Instagram fucking chat 
and there is the prime example that I was talking about. And then we're going to move back to the skyline talk and what they have for sale there. What? Oh, did you just send me something else? Oh, is this the one? While you're looking, while while, while you get you guys are looking at, you guys are looking at top rank a lot, and I appreciate everything that they have, and like their caliber of car is, you know, as the they're they're sense. not the only horse but, in town though. They are not the only show in town. But, but really so, like, quick, Lenny. Know. But wait, just hold up. Look at this fucking S15. Okay, yeah, pull it up. It's already up. Oh gosh. And the black car theme, Mike, you're really fucking with me right now because I have a problem. And you the know FNRZ or the Euro right? like I love I love the OG super aggressive. We don't need the rest of the bumper because that's where the intercooler piping goes. That looks sick. Huge fan. And the interior is clean as fuck. Like, oh, look at, the, yeah, just look at this nice, car. Vented hood, vented hood. It's got a... are, th- are these Bomex? Fuck, they look like Bomex fronts. Hold on, hold on. Go, go two pictures back. I guess now three pictures back to to like the top of the window molding. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, but this looks pretty mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. Right here, right here is a little. It's been repainted, or that's wax and. Right here. Uh, and this all mm-hmm. on the molding. It's probably wax. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a rush polish job for the photos. Um. Valid. Sorry. Yeah, continue. Carry on. But dude, look at the yeah, just like the line of this car, dude. That's it's good. It's real. It's real. She real nasty. I don't know if I would. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of. I really like the S13 coupe. I'll yeah. Be, truth be told, over everything that's like Sylvia really front nice. end. Yeah. Come on. Oh yeah, with the Sylvia front end. Yeah, dude. What? So yeah. okay. It's got to be in like a dark gray as well. Really dark, low. Body dark gray color. or the two or the two tone, the mint two tone. Huge fan, mint. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay. Here, wait. Here's a here's a fucking Does real. Ask, S- we're not too far off. No, no, oh, we're, we're there. We're there. We're, we're there. No, no, we're good, brother. Yeah. Stage, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you want me to keep the ugly fucking soccer mom like Toyota Crown front end, no, and I'm saying, like R34. I'm just saying, don't, don't ruin a, a 260 RS to put. You know, I would save all the out. parts. I would save all the parts. Like I wouldn't fuck up any of the parts. They'd get wrapped and put in storage. But I would. I just like the way it looks better with the 34. Oh, see, and now I've, I've lost a little bit more respect for you because you're not both the middle. <laughs> what? If you're gonna do that conversion, you got to sell the parts, homie. No fucking way! What the fuck? Fuck that! I would would keep the part. No, I'll hold that shit for twenty years and then put my kid through fucking whenever he gets his first (laughs) felony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah. I guess you guys are smarter than I am. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really trying not to make crypto and NFT jokes, and you're really making it hard for me. I'm not wearing an NFT shirt right now. Look at me. Hey, everybody, tell me how OpenSea is doing. You like that description? OpenSea is doing. I don't care. I love the Scrooge McDuck reference, okay. and it took me a minute to figure out what you were talking about. But like, <laughs> then I thought about it. Scrooge McDuck had huge bags, right? And that's what I'm doing. I'm holding huge bags of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. No, it's all right. right. You have you yeah. st- listen. Okay. You still have you still have one more skyline than I have. So you know you got that. Yeah, and you got, you got and, that going for it. Hey, and Smokey Nagata has looked at your motor. He's never looked at mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not saying his hands were on it, but he's seen it in person. You know what I'm saying? It was in his, it was in his premises. And then it went into your car. <laughs> um, uh, I, think he's, I think he built it. I, don't know. I mean, I, wasn't there. I would, t- that's what I would tell everybody. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> like, nobody could argue yeah, with me. Nobody could argue. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> who's gonna fuck who's gonna fucking argue with you? No, he didn't. Yeah. What's it say on the side of the engine? Top secret. Yeah. Fuck you. End of conversation. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> fuck you, pay me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have him sign anything. I now that I think about it, I didn't I've shit. never had him sign you should anything. Have, yeah. You should have had him sign something. That, that was a major been, that was a major misstep. Fumbled okay. there. Right. You fumbled the no. back. It's okay. Again, next time. You still have the R32. You got that going for you. Yeah, I got the memories. That's all I have. Yes, exactly. Ghetto red S13 will always be the best, Lenny. <laughs> Dude, Wait, was yours ghetto in red too? Yes, it was ghetto in red, but it had the awesome suspension. Jaybird will attest to that. We put it in there. I had, yeah, I had, I had Cusco suspension on my ghetto red S13. It was Stance USA. I had Cusco Zeros. Yeah. Online. Mm. Yeah. Came with it. But I don't know if you heard the oh, episode, nice. but it was a so it was a manual swap. And the dude just sawzalled the brake pedal in half on the left side what? to make room for oh, the clutch. I did hear the story, yeah. yeah. So Terrible. best car to heel toe in ever. I'm just saying, because you have this like off center brake pedal and I could literally just put my foot in the middle of the two pedals and just fucking do the, it was amazing, dude. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, when any, everything's custom, I guess it's all good, right? Oh, is that what we're going to say? We all oh, see. So this is how you church up shit. I had a full custom S13 way back. <laughs> Ooh, way back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Custom paint. Yeah, Cause the door and the hatch didn't match. Nowadays, right. <laughs> <laughs> I only set the brakes on fire once. Only crashed it once. It'll be deal. Well, hey, I I, I stole my uh, two forty exhaust from a little teenager kid. Hey man, that's a that's a felony, Doug. That's, right? that's rude. Listen, the internet never forgets. I mean, I, I paid him fifty <laughs> bucks for it, but the rest was a steal. I mean, that's just capitalism, my dude. He's a accomplice, so like, <laughs> if I'm going down, he's going down too. That's just capitalism, Doug. That's not theft. <laughs> <laughs> The United States is built on that kind of theft, my guy. <laughs> you know, so so like back to Timmy and his bring a trailer stuff because I have I still have I got this more S209. <laughs> I have this S209 pulled up in in the, your you guys' Discord chat here, and I gotta yeah. say I can't I can't wait until like the S202, the S203, S204 become legal in America because oh those God. are amazing cars. <laughs> and if we're gonna talk about like what is next wave or like what's what's not super expensive right now it's probably those cars dude you got we, we could carry it though timmy it's all right wait why did he walk away mike walked away too dude s204 <laughs> i would let's that go would be the car oh i'm more partial to the s203 because i've driven a lot of that well fuck you i <laughs> am <laughs> yeah, um, listen anytime i'm talking about like japanese cars i don't mean to no, I in know. Faces. It's just I know. A... I'm just, I'm just energetic, and I heard all of that. And Lenny, you, know, you and I need to have a conversation after this podcast, and we're Dude, gonna talk right? about how we can afford all of those cars right now. I mean, that was actually like a really good point. Like those aren't that, and what you people know what are looking at right now. The one thing that I'm surprised that didn't take cars. off more was actually Evos. I'm surprised Evos. Oh yeah, exploded. not yet, not yet, yeah. Not yet. Some, I, like, I feel like at the beginning has, like, of the around the fives. I, I feel oh I'm sorry I'm I'm stupid and I'm still talking about American cars. I feel like Evos like took off at the beginning of COVID and then they like just swooped right back down just to 
normal Evo prices. But continue to talk about the Japanese ones that we actually want to have. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, literally, I, I don't really think any of the desirable ones are before five, right? And so you have oh, your five, six. Like, I mean, I, I would I, take an I think eight it's all if somebody gave it on the to Evo. Me. Yeah, but at eight we got here. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you're just talking about from Japan. Yeah, five. We didn't get five. We didn't get six here. We got seven. Right? Mm -hmm. Did we get, yeah, we we got got seven, seven, right? We had, a, we had a seven. I think it was called the GTA edition. I don't. I don't think it was an Evo. Yeah. We may have not got seven. I know we got eight. I know we got nine, and we got ten. Like so, yeah. there's that whole other market of Evo that was made all famous for rallying and all that stuff, and you don't see tons of those cars being sold at auction or a ton of them going up not like gtrs like gtr is like this whole like different mecca of like i feel like money like or the desire i guess i don't know why just because maybe they didn't come here at all but fuck i don't know so but, I, I don't know i'm down to buy some like... s2 twos and s2 dude yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, that's that that was actually like a really good point like i mean i feel like everybody's looking at the 2019 and up sti models because they want the motor that can handle having power so that's what everybody's looking at nobody's looking at old stis especially from japan ah uh, lenny well, you and mean, mike you know, have a conversation <laughs> you you know what's really interesting about like those s uh s tune we'll call I, i'll call them s tune stis is that subaru made you know they purposely made them over the show and display well i feel this this is a matter of personal opinion of mine they they made it just over the show and display um regulation number and so like the show and display number is like 550 right and so STI Subaru Technicala International made 555. One because 555 is like yep. super yep. Subaru, right? Colin McCrary and the 555 heritage and all that. But also, like, it, I guess it just worked also with that. And so they were able to keep all of those special edition cars within Japan or within the Japanese market um, and enjoy them as opposed to other, other cars like the Evo uh, TME edition, which we're in the UK, then you could import it here into America and all that stuff. And so those were always a little bit more wider market, whereas, you know, S201, S202 were not, and, and so forth. But I'm still just looking at this fucking stage. Like, I'm just going through the photo <laughs> over and over again. Wait, are you looking at the black one or the white one? Because there's a white one, too. The, dude, it's the black one. The it black has to be one. the black one. Yeah, Dead yeah. inside. I know for you. I know. Yeah. yeah I'm the guy who will bitch about having a black car. And then just buy black car after black car after black car over and over and over again. Uh, okay, but did any of you guys see the 1975 Skyline GT? I can't yeah. even think about like Can Marys and Hakusokas because they're just so far out of anything that it will ever be affordable to a guy like yeah, me in display. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yeah. It looks so. I bet you can live in it. I don't mean to dominate this even further, but there, I did have a question. Yeah. I did want to propose pose a question to you guys mr mr's rev match rev match people would you prefer Persons. buying a completely stock or you know like a, a a daily driven medium mile top rank car jdm classic or 
heavily modified with history, you know, of race use or Wangan stuff that'll like put instant smiles on your faces for, you know, relatively around the same price. Which so if it's choose? if it's a Japanese so if it's if it's a like a Japanese owned tuned car and I can get some kind of receipts on where the car's been, et cetera. All day long. Oh, the second one. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm buying an enthusiast Absolutely. car all day long. Yeah. Honestly, be, I feel like the, the the cars that I would want to have that are like daily driven and not abused would be the German cars. Like I want an old 911 that like hasn't been used. Like there's that beat up. Or like one an E39 M5 or some shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Grandpa that, drove for years. Yeah. That's got 60K on it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like that's the kind of oil car changes every seventeen hundred miles and stupid shit yeah. like that. If yeah. it's a Japanese car, and he no, I want to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I no, I would I introduce to you guys RMC Miami. Go look that up. Real Muscle Car Miami. Google. Is it? Are these the guys who were in Too right Fast now. Too Furious that lost to lost no. a fucking? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> These guys oh. had like I, I just recently discovered these guys as well. Like I've I've had way too much time on my hands recently, and so like I've been internet trolling. And these guys have what wow, is this? What oh connection? My oh my god, they have. But like it's littered <laughs> with goodies. Dude. What was it called again? RMC Miami. Okay, so we have so we have an FD RX7. We have a. 911 Carrera lightweight outlaw, so it's a Magnus Walker knockoff. Um, Mercedes CL63 Black Series. Dude, what the range. fuck? Yeah, Dude, the 88 911 with the look at no nah, the 97 Skyline. Look at the 97 Skyline. This is what Mike's car should be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, Mike, you should buy that hood. That's hot. Uh, it's a top secret hood. The 39. Yeah, Again, no, why do they guy, want so much for this sword? LMG T4s, yeah, that's really nice. Dude, for for Ooh, what sword. that car yeah, is, that's a, that sword no, is legit. Just, this is a series three, series three GTR with V Camp Step One. All kinds of goodies, Volky right. 37. Meanwhile, like, here I am looking at this yeah, big body Toyota all over here. You will want it. I'm waiting. Okay. I'm trying to get Engine. there. Yo, Why look at don't this. I see the 15,000 uh, photos that should be associated here? He's got the old Defi gauge cluster, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait, what are we looking at? The Soar. Oh, what the IT? Mm. Leonard. You know me too well. Yes. Oh my God. ITB's don't, don't on a fucking government name. By a one on a ITB's on a one UZ, my guy. Dude, this car is amazing, right? That car I would fucks just love hard. To drive it once. Ooh, and he's got the goal. All their cars fuck hard. Like I don't, I don't know who these guys yet. know. I have it's to talk the to these guys. It's black. Look at this exhaust. What the Here, fuck? Mike, I'll put it in the oh, chat. No, I found you it. Passed it. I passed it. Yeah. <laughs> This is insane. Ooh. Okay. No, I mean, there's some argument that that's a 63,000. Look at this NSX. Okay. Thanks for this fucking rabbit hole, Lenny. Yeah. Jesus I Christ, you, dude. I'm, 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 here, I'm here for honestly, your torture my pleasure. I would trade my GTR for this other GTR. In a second. What's the price on the GTR? I didn't even look at it. 77? Dude. You could get close. With you could get 38, close. With 38,000 miles on it, I'm calling them. 
Put your car on, bring a trailer right now. <laughs> no, real talk. You <laughs> probably could make that much. Don't tell them what you're going to do with the money and then go buy this car. It's you got do, a Nismo you... cluster. It's got a stock steering wheel. It's got, already got a double din. Dude. It's got a nine... fucking built motor already in it. Like, that 550 wheel, it's pretty savage. Bro, Mike, did you Yo, see they have the an 911 Speedster with 11,000 miles? No, oh, I'm focused on VCAM. <laughs> Dude. Wait, okay, you know so wait, wait, we have it. It's super expensive right now. Yeah, a, I know. That's what I'm saying. Look at this. Look at this. You got a vintage E-Class. Oh Yo, look at the God. 9. Oh, the C2S. Ooh. Dude, oh, dude! Wait, trade. wait! They everybody, shut, trade. shut the fuck up! We have a Cassis Red Targa. What the fuck? What? There's a Cassis Red, eighty-seven G50 oh, fucking Targa, that dog. That for sixty-five. <laughs> Yo, my guy. And the dude, the gold on Cassis Red fucks hard, dude. All day long, all day long. Oh. Yo, this shit is what? Oh, black interior. That bitch had outside though. Yeah, it's okay though. It's that's why it's fucking sixty five and not one hundred and thirteen. That's true. Oof, dude, they have they have, they have a couple of Targas. Dude, I like Ooh. everything on this website. The Mercedes and JDM car kind of yeah, that thirty three fucks hard too. They impulse thirty three. Yeah, you oh, saw the that speedster? shit. Oh, I how much just, is that? I told you that's. Oh my god, how much is that? Oh, we got an OG <laughs> Aristo. We have an OG Aristo on here. Literally, oh what my I was talking god, about. they have a slat nose. <laughs> There's a fucking oh. slat nose on this bitch, and it says Dude, call. You know when it says call. You can't afford that shit. There's oh, three slant. There's three slant noses oh on this website. God. Three, dog. And look, look. The red, the red one is three seventy five. Yeah, they have a DP one. Never Renault five turbo. Canberra Skyline. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. The Renault five turbo. That is fucking sick. That is dope. Yeah, that is oh tight, God. dude. Yo, Jamal's finally here. <laughs> Don't ever introduce me to these fucking bullshit that websites ever again. Wild, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> be on the worst. I'm gonna hit these fools up about this. Yo, my hey, kid is is arms Miami. Let let them know that I I I put you on. This, this my kid's officially going to a fucking <laughs> city let college. Me go to <laughs> pretty pretty sick. I mean that like that build is everything that I wanted. To it's an aggressive do. ass thirty three. That is, but it's aggressive without wide body. I, yeah, I got you. Let me pull it up in the detail here. I mean, I haven't taken a look at at their inventory to be fair. Oh my lantern, that thing is sick. Furthering the conversation that TEs just flat out look good on everything. Dude, the fucking headlights alone are 12 grand. Okay, Mike, you need to go sell your car, bring a trailer. That's an ARC intercooler? That's a fucking ARC intercooler? If that's a legitimate, if that's a legitimate ARC, if that's not just a spray paint job and like the bot, the badges are on that bit. Those taillights, I hate those taillights. I have an ARC uh, sticker you could slap on that bitch and would it in Ohio? Nobody would know. Dude, nobody you see the 993 Carrera RS Tribute don't car? Care. Don't care. I right love, this is a great audio episode, by the way, because it's oh literally just going to be a God. bunch of people listening to us <laughs> masturbate over shit they can't see on the internet. Go to that R- thing is so fucking clean. S3, S, S3 seats? Yeah, yeah, that's nice. This thing's badass, dog. 
It's still got despair. Yeah, the four hundred yard bumper is is a lot of mm-hmm. money there. Oh yeah, that's pretty clean too. It seems pretty. Well, yeah, this is, uh, they they provide a lot of pictures, and so like you know, I'll be pretty confident in probably putting an eighty grand on this. Car I, I like sure. that they. Yeah, I mean, I like that they. There's, I would agree. With this yeah, so it's, yeah, it's already got yeah. the AC AC location in the uh, in the uh, glove box. Oh, you already moved it. Look and look at all the under. Look at all the underbody photos. I love this. This is great, especially on a Japanese car. Like I need to so know what's going on underneath the car, right? Like that's tight. The dash is clean. Yeah, this is a fuck, dude. You know what? This car. Maybe this is just not like a Miami car. Maybe that's what the deal is. Like it's just not because this feels a little low. Is that an HKS manifold? Are those just valve covers? Uh, that's uh, stock, covers. stock plenum. It's the yeah, it's the V cam plus the HKS uh, uh, fuel rail, dude. Mike, I would fuel call these guys, injectors. dog. It's probably pretty quick, dude. Hell yeah, you you should totally. You gotta call these. You gotta at least see if there's a universe where you can get into this car. There's definitely a universe. Why don't <laughs> yeah, you sell the STI? Trade both the STI Yo, real and talk, the GTR like, real, for the like, new GTR. For real? Like, not even... Oh, Jamal's here. Sorry. Okay. Let me... Uh, uh, we're going to do this. Jamal! Right. Jamal! So... Jamal! What's up, Tommy? So, Jay, when you get a chance, go to rmcmiami.com. And then He's look at the, gazebo! And then look at the silver GTR that they have. We're trying to basically... Can't hear him. We're trying to... We're trying to get... Yeah, we can't hear you if you're talking. Um, but we're trying to get can't I, we can't hear you talking. Look at how you sad he got. Like, he was like, oh, I was like, went so depressed. There we go. There we go. Now we can hear you. you can hear him. You're making noise. I didn't say anything in the beginning. Oh. oh, go to RMC in Miami. Look at the silver GTR. We're trying to get Mike to trade basically everything he owns, including yes. the, the current silver GTR that he owns for this 500 wheel horsepower silver GTR that's for sale in Miami. <laughs> Um, but anyway, thanks Lenny for that. That's fucking, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I hate you, Lenny. Dude, okay, so- you guys, I'm looking at, I'm looking at TEs right now for the GTI. Oh <laughs> my God. They're not TEs, even that bad, bro. right? Cause you run a small no. size. Yeah. They're not that yeah. bad. And, and like the Honda sizes, they're not, they're not bad at all. Like they're like a 22, $2,400 set of rims, which is expensive, but it's not unobtainable. It's not like a $3,300 set for me and Honda Mike. Sizes. Yeah, I mean he's he's got a GTI. He got a carbon fiber hood today. He finally came in after a year, so he's like. Did you get throw- the pictures? So sick. Did I get the? Did they go to the red match? Yeah, Jenna said she sent him. Oh, did she? Oh, that was this one. Okay, now everybody can. See. Yo, this shit is hot, my guy. All right, Man, everybody. No, I'm not gonna fucking sleep tonight. Fuck welcome you. everyone. Dude, welcome everyone. So cars. To to Kyle's new car crabs on fire hood, dude. That shit looks so <sighs> hot, dog. Yeah, <laughs> that looks sick. You yeah. And the you can't, in the background. You can't sell it now. You gotta you gotta fucking. It's gotta go all the time. It. You gotta finish oh. it. Yeah, I'm gonna finish it. You gotta finish it because you want. Once yeah. it's finished, you won't sell it. The last the next thing you do would just be Daz and swap it. I'll call it right now. Right. <laughs> you just be like, you know what? This thing really needs a five cylinder turbo. Okay. So now that Jamal missed the whole Japanese car market is ridiculous conversation. And we're like a good enough time in that. This is a good transition where he can join the conversation. And I can also get Lenny's opinion. I learned about something today. 
that I never knew about. Okay. So I'm just, my YouTube algorithm is a fucking shit show, right? Cause it's like a weird mix of like, Video games, cars, Magic the Gathering, tabletop art, just all types of just ridiculous. Magic the Gathering. Dude, I'm a giant nerd. I don't give a fuck. We do it all day. So, like, I love you. We love you. Thanks for not blaming that on your son. No, that's totally me. (laughs) Magic the Gathering on his son? No. That's a different generation. Yeah. He's a Pokemon kid. um, (laughs) So, like, I'm just scrolling through and I'm, I'm just like, I'm eating lunch today and I'm like watching YouTube videos and it says, um, Amerabara, um, like it was something like Bowling Green's answer to the two Jay Z, right? And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So Bara is the Ford Straight Six Turbo that we never got, which is like, if you know anything, dude, if you know anything about Australian fucking hoonage, that Bara engines ridiculous. There's high four figure Bara engines just flying all over Australia. Yeah, no, they're dude. So I'll put it to you like this: Uh, Adam LZ. Had a GT 350R. It caught yeah. on fire. He pulled yeah. the Voodoo engine out. Put a bar engine in. Oh, it's the shit. It's yeah. a it's it's a big Australian 2J. He got rid of that car, didn't he? He did eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Chevy, from 2002 to 2009, ah. put a 4.2 liter dual everhead cam, four valve per cylinder, straight six turbo engine in Trailblazers. Sobs, uh, Buicks, whatever, right? All these SUVs. It's called a Vortec 4200. No, I didn't even know this motor existed until today. I didn't even what? know it was a thing. What the? Yeah, what? I didn't. I've never heard of that. Never heard okay. of this car. This dude has one in a 260Z running methanol and with a twin turbo setup and a stock crank, all that other shit, and like a hand ported head, <clears throat> almost 900 wheel horsepower. There's a Prius and sack with a Barra. I'm I'm, I'm I'm sorry. What? Yeah, so nine hundred fucking horsepower. Yeah, so it's and it's, this engine is in what cars? Um, every so every non V eight so every Trailblazer Saab nine five basically anything built on that chassis, right? Any SUV built on that chassis has that engine in it. So the the they there was, was a nine five an SUV. Yeah, so that was the yeah. one. That was the one that was like the Trailblazer SS. So remember, in that time, there was the Saab that was essentially a WRX wagon with a facelift, and then there was a Saab um, SUV that was essentially a Trailblazer with a facelift. Oh, um, oh yeah. But I thought yeah, the Saab yeah. nine five was that. Was that the sedan? It's one of the. Yeah, it's, it's one, a, the nine three nine three turbo. I think it is. It's an SUV. All I know is it only came in in SUVs, but. Yeah, so it's a fucking 4.2 liter turbo straight six. So it's a big old nasty straight six. And like, there's kind of like people tuning it, but like also LSs are the thing, right? But at the same time, it's like, this dude's like, hey, listen, where are the motors at now? When he dynoed it in the video I watched, he goes, it's got forged rods. It's got a hand ported head. It's got LS coil packs. It runs meth. It's got a twin turbo setup right relatively straightforward shit he's like but it's stock pistons it's stock rings it's stock crank um it's a reground cam 900 horsepower on methanol jesus when you're talking about an engine that nobody gives a shit about that i could probably go yank out of a junkyard for 400 bucks and this was like a hundred some thousand mile engine when the dude put it in the car to begin with and it 
he this was the craziest part. He's like, we're trying to beat our horsepower record. And all the previous dyno runs were with factory everything bottom below. Factory pistons, factory rods, fat just fuel system, injectors, coil packs, turbos. He said, Oh, we built the he's like, we oh, we beat the previous horsepower by like 30 horsepower. Because they were it was a brand new setup, so it wasn't trying to land. So that means that bitch made 800 fucking horsepower on a stock engine with twin turbos, Jesus methanol, dang. and coil packs. And nobody gives a shit about this engine. So my nobody question, knows about it. Right. Oh, yeah. My question is because RBs are more expensive. We should go buy a bunch of them. Well, right. This is my question. Because <laughs> RBs are more expensive, 2Js are more expensive. K series are starting to swap up. I'm seeing I'm seeing short blocks for long blocks for a thousand instead of eight hundred bucks now. Yeah. Because people are getting wise. It's not even because we're short of them. We have tons of them. It's just people know what they are now. Yep. Are we going to start finding more engines like these? Like, is shit like that going to start to become popular? Because I personally think that there's a big movement of guys buying American cars and turning them into drift cars and shit. Third gens, fourth gen Camaros. If you tell... Exactly. If you tell a kid, if you tell a kid in the South who loves Japanese cars but can't afford one, that he can go get a straight six turbo out of a fucking junkyard and drop it into third gen, you're gonna have an American super inside of twenty five bucks at an auto zone and three packs of twenty of fucking beer. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna get it done. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And like, I think that shit's cool. What's that? I've been wondering that for a while. Like all the engines are getting expensive, so I was like. Well, what about all these engines that like are in shit that we just never looked at? Yeah, I was like, is anybody gonna like start doing shit to this? And I never knew like that the Trailblazer had anything worth even fucking thinking about. No, other than the Trailblazer SS had the LS2 in it, right? That was like the only thing. But I didn't know a shit about this motor until now either. But like, there's there's that, and you look at like cars nobody gives a shit about. Caliber SRT4. Okay. Yeah. Turbo right. Force. Yeah. Yeah, turbo four cylinder made three hundred. No, but they made three hundred fucking horsepower. No, those calibers made three hundred fucking horsepower in like two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. In a four cylinder turbo, and if it was one one, if it wasn't in a caliber, people would have given a shit. Like, well, like the neon SRT four was tight, right? And those things were kind of a menace on the streets for a minute there because they were really fucking quick and really light. But like, are you gonna like are those swaps gonna be popular now, or at least start to like? Yeah. Be in a situation where they're burgeoning? Well, but I think what you're going to see as we go more into an electric age, I think you're going to see more people get creative because you're going to run out of manufacturers who are going to make engines anymore, right? GM's already given up. Ford's already given up. Uh, A lot of the European manufacturers have given up on, we're not developing any more gas engines. So what you have... have. uh, Mercedes is done. Audi's done. done. BMW hasn't Uh, called it yet. Um, Nope. Toyota did. Toyota, Toyota's going to well, a no, hybrid Toyota, all electric. Toyota I don't said think that Ford gave up. They're, they're coming no. out with a whole new fleet of they're, engine shit. No, yeah, they're trying so, to make their own fucking fuel. Well, that's Porsche, but no, Ford and GM are still going to ride the V8 shit as long as they can ride it. But they're just kind of like, look you at know. Dodge. Dodge finally has Dodge submitted to up. that. Yeah, Dodge so he, had to give up. No, th- listen, Mike makes a great point. Dodge did have to give up, and I will tell you why. Every single volume product in Dodge's portfolio is built off of a two-decade-old Mercedes chassis, and they have not developed yeah. a new one for a gas platform. They had nowhere to go. Yeah. They had no. They had nowhere to go. Like people will keep buying factory 800 horsepower vehicles as long as you keep selling them, but at some point, as a manufacturer, 
when you're up against cafe standards and carbon fucking footprint bullshit and all this other shit, it's non-sustainable. So what are you going to do? We have no product for gasoline engines has been developed. We could start now in 2022, which just puts you completely behind the ball and basically in a situation where you can't sell a car in California in 13 years, period. Right. Which is one of the big, which is one of the biggest car markets in the, in the nation. You just pivot directly to electric. It's the right move. As much as everybody hates it and everybody's bummed and I get it because Dodge was like the last holdout of like just dumbassery. Put a Hellcat fucking motor in a minivan. Come on. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. Like, like we'll on. put it. We put that shit in a Durango. We put it in a fucking creep gang care. Creep gang care. We'll put it in everything. Every model gets a Hellcat motor. Everything gets a Hellcat Fuck. in it. Right. Yeah. We put it in a truck. We do fucking whatever. Fuck it. They were the last holdout of like that really dumb shit. Right. But it's because they had nothing else going for them. Yeah, yeah. And people they came came in late too. Like they came back to the party in the two thousands. The three hundred C came first, and they were like, "Oh, people are into this shit." You know what I mean? And then they were like, <laughs> "Yeah." But that's what I'm saying. Like they, the three hundred C was pretty much the same thing. Like when these cars came out, I was a car salesman, so that was that was my selling point for these cars. Like you know, it's a cheap E class Mercedes that you're getting, and everybody was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, look at it. It's a fucking E class Mercedes." Like it's basically and this one's got a Hemi motor. Like, yeah. yeah. It's either it's rare. It came drive, to the party V8. late, so I was like, "All right, well, what can we do? Like, oh, let's just put the biggest engine in it that we can. Like, let's just—they were the first ones. Like, what, seven hundred over seven hundred? Seven hundred seven. Yeah, yeah, seven hundred seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, it, and, no, and at the time, stress. that was the seventy thousand dollar car. Actually, yeah, a stripped yeah. out Hellcat when they first came out was like sixty two Gs. The fact that yep. you could get seven hundred and seven horsepower for sixty two thousand dollars. Factory it was a factory yeah. mid eleven second car, right? Some shit like that. Like, yeah. who knew? Ridiculous. And then, mean, the, then the demon comes out, and it's like we're running fucking tens. Yeah, that's so, like that kind of goes back to the point that we were talking about earlier with like the JDM cars, right? Like you were talking about like the entry level points, like Lenny's entry level point versus my entry level point and the fucking GTR factor of five, yeah, dude, completely <laughs> fucking different, right? Like it just shows up like you know. Dodge showed up late, but now look at what a fucking Hellcat or a Demon or a Red Eye fucking costs you because now they've kind of got that market of well, this is the last of this, so we can kind of charge whatever the fuck. And they're they're being super smart. They they have like four like limited edition Challengers coming out in the rest of the like the production run of Challengers and Chargers. But like everybody was flaming them, and I'm gonna fall on a sword here, and I don't give a fuck. Everybody was flaming them for that electric concept and the fake engine noise. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. No, I'm gonna gonna play devil's advocate. One, the car does look sick as fuck. It looks sick as fuck. If if it had if it it had a Hemi in it, nobody would give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I heard the noise, and you know what the first thing I thought of was? (laughs) No, no. no. You know what the first thing I thought of was? Do you remember Back to the Future Part Two, when Biff pulls out his hoverboard? And it goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So if you had to digitize aggression, that's what that sounds like. Yeah, it sounds funny because it's not a real V8. But if you're going in that vein, if you're if you're pushing towards that that kind of future, that's the noise you get. And it's the same thing with the Tycon. The Tycon sounds like a Jetsons car on steroids. It does. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, but, it, like, but when you hear the sound. Out to it. Like, yeah. yeah. For sure. But but when you get but when you hear the car and you see it and you it's like all right it makes sense 
You know, like I get it. Like you know, you're, it's not. It's not trying. You just not give me a noise. Just don't they have to give you. No, they have to give you noise. No, they have to. No, they have to give you noise. Guy, just let me play music then. When I step on the okay. gas, whatever I'm playing in the car, just gets a little louder. <laughs> well, you just gonna be every time you hit the gas, it revs Wisconsin with Wisconsin, or like what's yeah, right? <laughs> whatever I'm playing. A little fucking t-shirt. You're, you're gonna get that guy that like forgets that the car is electric because he keeps hearing the noise and he pulls up to the fucking gas station instead of the charging station. Hilarious. That's what you're going to get. No, I, all I'm saying is that yeah. I think that I think that they should make noise. I think that a, a fast electric car should make something that sounds fast and I think everybody's just kind of trying to figure out what that is. And I don't think not, silence is the way. I don't I think, think silence uh, is the way. And I and honestly I was super we don't opposed need silent killers. I was opposed to the whole idea of making noise until I heard the Tycon. And I was like, okay, like we're we're on to something. Like I don't yeah, love it. I don't yeah. love it, but like we're on to something, right? Like it's it needs to make a noise that he, you can talk shit about the way that Dodge sounds, but if they just made it sound like a V8, it'd be even worse. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll give you that. Correct. Right. So you've yeah. got to do they, something. They would get roasted more for that noise. It basically sounds like sure. Megatron fucked a Hemi, right? And then <laughs> that's the noise you get. So like, what if that Megatron's just balls deep in an intake manifold? <laughs> Cybertron. That's what that sounds like, right? <laughs> Is that no. too much? Too graphic? Uh, um. Don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> for more content like that. For more Transformers related erotica, follow the Red Bat Podcast. Um, I was gonna say it's like a Transformers movie where like the dude walks in and out of the fucking building and he's like got this certain like sound like he has to fucking have, right? Oh yeah. But then you take it to a whole other level of fucking Megatron <laughs> fucking an insect metaphor. It just but I'm just saying that's what it sounded like, and like I got it. Like I like I didn't think it was perfect, but I was like, I get it. I was like, I see what you're what you're trying to do. And I think it needs refinement, but I I I don't hate the idea of that like hella digitized, like 80s-esque let's take a hemi and like crank it through its synthesizer and see what the fuck comes out the other side because yeah, no it's not bad honestly the first time i saw the video like i didn't even think anything of the sound i was like damn it looks fucking sick it's an I amazing think. looking like listen and this is and i made this point like months ago on the show but i was like what you're seeing with electric cars because they don't have the design constraints that you have with a gas car they're just sick as fuck. they're just pushing it. They just don't give a fuck. They're just pushing that design envelope yeah. like super, super far. And I think if I can't have whether I agree with every aspect of it or not, it's not the the reality is it's not the emissions that come out of the tailpipe of the car. It's the petroleum industry in general that makes us a target, right? Because fossil fuels pollute in so many different ways, whether it's plastics or anything else. <laughs> One of the biggest U cases gets a target on its back, and that's cars misguided or not. That's where we're at, and we're not going to be able to change it, right? We're trying to protect what we have while understanding that, like, we're not going to get much more, right? We're not going to. There's not going to be a ton more gasoline cars. We're coming to the end of of that era, and we kind of all just have to deal with it. But if this is like the what we have to deal with, we have they have to find their own way to do shit. It's got to be cool in its own right. It's got to be its own kind of thing. And I think that if it's design is what we're going to push because everything's going to be super fast no matter what because it's electric. Give me the ridiculous. Give me the car that looks sick as fuck. Like I don't want there's no excuses now. Right. 
The cars yeah, have to yeah, be attractive. Really. No more bullshit Chevy Malibus. You know what I'm saying? No more like yeah. mediocre, no more mediocre yeah. ass cars. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you, if you're gonna make you me drive something electric, yeah. If you're gonna make me drive something electric, electric, every single 11, fucking 11. one better be badass. I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like, how do you guys feel? Because yeah. they've really grown on me. Like spaceship on the blade. I, I think the the Mustang Mach E looks dope. I don't hate it. Yeah, no. sure. I've I've seen him everywhere, and I would totally rock. Dude, I saw no, look, like all bullshit aside, I saw a bagged one the other day, and I was Ooh, like, I just, I yeah, hate. No, the, it was wet. It was wet. I, was I hate that they call it a Mustang. Yeah, but like, it's not a Mustang. It's not. It should no. just be. They call it a Mach-E. That's what it should be called. But it, it it's be because it because they pulled that design language Mustangs over in their flagship for everything. Yeah, well, exa- well it, it, you it's gotta, a lifted crossover Mustang. It, there's some really fucking smart design choices on that car though like the if you lights look sick as fuck there's that but if you look at the roof line so if you look at the roof line you have like the a pillar arch that goes down the side and it goes like this and then the roof actually goes like this right so like this you have this like weird section well they painted that whole part of the roof black so that from the side you can almost just mistake it for a really aggressive coupe shape, but it has the flat back like a crossover. So you have a lift gate tailback yeah. and like a lot yeah. of space. So like little shit like that really sells the car. And like, yeah, they had to call it a, it looked, they took design language from a Mustang. And if you're a it company totally and if you're a company <laughs> who spent money designing vehicles, you're going to do everything you can to bring that design language over, including naming the product after the product that you stole the design language from. So everybody can hate on as much as they want. It's smart fucking branding. You have to build that bridge to make people purchase. And they're selling a ton of them. They got to, they were just raised the price on them by $8,000. Cause people are buying. Yeah. It. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Just raised the price on them eight thousand dollars because the government gave everybody a tax credit of seventy four hundred dollars. Yes. Not so. for well, anymore. Well, well, no, they gave the credit back that they took away. Oh, well, okay. Ford's moved too many units at this point. <laughs> they don't qualify anymore. <laughs> Real talk. You sell over a hundred thousand units. Would you don't hate like, why would you hate on the name? They're like, what else the would you call it? Me. Just a Maki. Well, Just I mean, Mach-E. honestly, yeah, I, I do think that... So you're it, still it, stealing from the Mustang name. Because it's Mach, Mach 1. 1. So what are we like, doing? Oh, yeah, Mach-E. Mach- well, well, I think that Mach-E <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate have... your contributions as always. With Mach-E having Mach in it, it still has the language from the Mustang. Why do they have to call it a Mustang? It's because Mustang. there also hasn't been a Mach 1 until the latest Mach 1 for like everybody's gonna fucking ask, 10, 15 years. Is supposed to be like a Mustang or yeah, some no, shit? No, it, it, like as a brand, whether, whether we all like it or not, as a brand, it was it was the right move on Ford's part. Right. I just want my electric cars to sound like roller coasters. Something. Just I mean, gotta sound like. It's gonna sound day, cool. I'm gonna be dying. Like, you know, with an like old that. Japanese shitbox in my garage. So fuck it. Damn no, right, but but yeah. like but like here. But this is the point, Lenny. <laughs> is that the way that you're gonna be able to keep that car is because of electric cars. Because whether again, whether we agree with it or not, or whether it's legitimate or whether it actually saves the planet, <laughs> it's gonna come down to a you matter of. It's going to come down to a matter of like gasoline cars are going to be for enthusiasts and for niche situations. And you're going to have an electric car as a daily. That's just going to like be the way it is. So you, you're, you're going to need those cars to protect the cars that we love. And my point is, is that if we're all eventually going to be forced into that situation, they better be fucking cool. 
that's it, dog. Like as long as they're cool. I don't think that's the reality of the fact either, because you know, uh Ryan, who is podcast made over on, you know, Zero Lift, mm-hmm. he says that, you know, the Ford Lightning 150 is gonna be the most popular, most sellingest vehicle again, you know, uh predecessor or successor yeah. to its gasoline brother because everybody in middle america is gonna fucking buy it and he's so probably right they're not gonna make an exciting yeah. looking ford f-150 electric car it's gonna look exactly like the f-150 looks now but in, but in that market with but a little it, bit different grill because they can but in that market yeah. that's all you need and this is the thing in the f-150 market you don't need it to be exciting you need it to be an f-150 yeah that's it. Well, if it's a, if it's an F, is, <laughs> no, the problem is, is that is that market like what you're talking about? People aren't going to have a choice because Ford and GM have already committed to it. Dodge is going to commit to it at some point. Like they literally, they they're not going to have a choice other than yeah. to buy an electric no, so, truck. Right. So the brand's best move that they can make, Ford, Chevy, and Dodge, is make Survive. the electric truck as much like the gas truck as they can. Keep yeah. it as because those people don't like change. Nope. But for guys like no. us that like cars that are exciting, if you're going to make me drive something electric, it's got to look cool. And I, if I'm being completely honest, the people who get it the most, it's fucking Kia and Hyundai, dog. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're electric cars. They do That's not give nice a nice cars out right now. And they don't give a fuck. They're, have you seen the EV6? That car never yeah. gets made five years ago. Hey, we're going to make a no. crossover, but it looks like a space shuttle. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Go There's make like me a three maybe, in my neighborhood. Yeah, go make me a three box sedan that nobody gives a fuck about and get the fuck out of here. Right now, it's like, oh, hey, we made this cool thing. Hey, guess what? Next year, we're coming out with one that drifts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Korean market is doing, Korean manufacturer market is doing a, a, some very interesting things. I will have to admit that it's it's pretty amazing, I would say. I would say that, I would Can say you? that. Yeah, Korean yeah. Korea is now is what Japan was in the nineties. There's just enthusiast product yep. after enthusiast product after enthusiast product, whether it be gasoline powered, whether it be electric. Dude, Hyundai has three performance variants out, and apparently they're all great. Hyundai Veloster N, which I have drove on, which was a ton of fun. Kona N, yeah. which Kona N, which is supposedly sick, Elantra N, which is supposedly sick. Right? Three turbocharged front wheel drive cars, two of them with manuals. Three of them with fucking DSGs that are fucking snappy as shit, right? All $35,000. Go find another brand that's doing the same shit right now. Can't do it. Yeah. Honda has an SI and a Type R. Subaru has a WRX only now, Kinda. period, right? And then the BRZ, which is a great car, but, you know, it's a joint production. And then you look at... Kia and Hyundai's electric products, and they're like really pushing. Dude, look at Genesis. Look at those fucking high end cars. They're super inexpensive. They look ridiculous. Like you can be fucking Batman for $70,000, right? Like it's fucking crazy. I think they, I think, and then that N84 concept DeLorean race car thing that they made. Yeah. They get it. They get it. They get it. Look at the Ionic 5 with the cool like cyberpunk taillights and headlights. Like they get it, right? That's so weird because it's like, what changed? Because back in the day, like nobody gave got a, a fuck Korean about a Honda. <laughs> like, if you had to, it was right. like, man, I've only got like five hundred bucks. Like, well, guess, Shody would that date the dude Honda with that accent, real quick. Right? Yeah, Shody would date the dude riding the bus before she dated the dude with Honda. Real talk. Yeah, take a, <laughs> yeah, take a Geo Metro before you get a Honda. Real talk for sure. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. 
and but no they just yeah it's it has it's been it's been i would say since that the second gen Veloster and the Veloster end came out they just kind of like have just kept pushing and i don't know if it was just good luck on their part kind of or they somebody was like really paying attention to what the market was doing and where <clears throat> electric cars were going because to have a product like Hyundai's latest electric vehicles kind of come out like ahead of the rest of the market really heavily pushing into that direction is that doesn't seem like something somebody just did on accident. Right. No, definitely not on accident, but it's like who or like who changed in their, in their whole like situation. Like they became a different, like Hyundai definitely became like a whole different car company in the like, what do you call it? The mid two thousands. I would say like late 2010s to early yeah. 2020s. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like the, I think like the first. Oh, yeah, fuck it. That's the mid 2000s for us. <sighs> Dude, fuck off. That makes me feel so old. <laughs> um, it sounds so weird. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what fucking the next three generations try to determine our time period. Some right. fucking stupid bullshit. But no, I mean, because you think it like, you remember like the, um, the Kia Optima that like everybody had. Yeah. Right. They were like, you're like, damn, that's a fucking good looking ass car. Like for what yeah. it was. And then I think like then they've kind of, since then they've just kind of pushed Hyundai, I think had the most ground to make up. Hyundai's were real ugly and real boring for a oh, long yeah. time. Hated them so much. And yeah. Then they but just then got, they came with that like Genesis and they're just like, oh, okay, we got Yeah, No, here. that's a huge, that's a great point. Like, yeah, you could get a 3.8 liter V6, six speed manual, two door rear wheel drive coupe. Well, they, right, they also right. came with the, about, uh, well, they had the that, the Genesis model, nice. yeah. and then Genesis itself, when they made themselves a company, they came out with the G80, and my friend bought one, and we traded cars for a day, because I scratched his wheel, <laughs> uh, and it was basically, he, down when you say he, that, <laughs> don't be so proud about that, <laughs> it was an accident, uh, but he was calling it a poor man's S4 because it was a three liter turbo or like a 3.3 liter turbo. And literally. Oh, no, the G70. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get. Yeah, a, yeah, he, yeah. he paid yeah. like half as much as me and he had like the same horsepower. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it was a twin turbo straight six. It's a, it's basically like a uh, Kia Stinger. Um, yeah. 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 Right. So, yeah. So it's like a 3.3 liter twin turbo. Um, you can get them in all wheel drive. You can get them with a dual clutch. Like, so, and like, just to put a to put a pin on the top of this whole like Korean cars are killing it conversation. Did anybody see the um the DeLorean like the five hundred yeah. horse the deterred DeLorean? Does anybody yeah. know about this car? No. Okay, so this so if you go back in, I'm gonna make a really weird tangential connection here. If you go way back to like Hoonigan, that means it's all right. Um. Like burn, not even burnyard, but like donut garage videos when it was like super sketchy man line days. They have a dude mm -hmm. that comes out there and he comes in a Diablo and he has a hat that says Lambert fucking Guinea on it. He's a lawyer. He's in LA. He's the biggest fucking douche. Anyway, he comes back out after that in his daily driven Viper. He calls it his beater Viper, right? It's a SRT 10, whatever. That, yeah. yeah. He hoons the fucking shit out of this thing. Like doesn't give a shit. Almost puts it in the wall a couple of times, whatever. This guy goes to Rob DeMann, who does, like, Porsche Caymans, 
he has like a package for like the new gen Porsche came in, which is like a 450 wheel horsepower Porsche came in new gearing whole nine yards. Right. And he goes, I want to deterred a DeLorean and like make it an actual sports car. So he goes through it. Um, DeLoreans are on that weird X chassis with like a fiberglass body thing. It's like a really weird setup for a car. So he did a bunch of like subframe connectors like and all that. Yeah, just there's weird, right? So yeah, a bunch of subframe connectors, custom suspension, Ferrari 308 front brakes, runs the rear factory DeLorean wheels at all four corners. And it makes 500 some wheel horsepower, but it's this Kingus Kia Stinger GT engine. They removed direct injection and put port fuel injection back on it. He made a custom intake manifold and the thing like pops and squeals and fucking all this other crazy shit. And then it was a Porsche G50 transmission that like tied everything together. Right. That's insane. And like now, if you've ever driven a DeLorean, which I've only gotten to drive one once. They're pieces, giant pieces of shit. Like they're not, they're not performance cars. Of course, it is. yeah, they're yeah, not, they're sure. not performance yeah. cars in any way, shape, or form. And are everybody's most or least favorite YouTuber. I watched this. Matt Farah drove this fucking thing in Temecula, and he had. And the main reason why I watched him drive it because there was a bunch of videos about this car, but he owned a, a stock DeLorean like a few years ago, so he like had the counterpoint to like really give, and he's like. This car's fucking crazy. Like, it's not perfect. It's not an amazing sports car because it's still a DeLorean. But when you think about the fact that it hooks and it goes and it's fast and it'll actually turn and it stops and all this other shit, um, he's like, it's fucking wild. So I say all that to say, like, a dude like Rob Demand who builds really expensive Porsche Caymans and charges tens of thousands of dollars for these performance packages looks at this application and says, this Kia engine will make this work. And I can make 500 horsepower out of it and I can do all this other shit shows you what those guys are doing in terms of like performance and all that other shit. And I think that we're going to be really right. We're going to be looking to those guys for the next few years because I feel like they're kind of ramping into performance and a lot of companies are ramping out in terms of like gasoline performance. Right. They're kind of like doing both at the same time. So. How do you feel about that car, Lenny? Actually, I'm actually trash. really, you don't like it. Why not? That's trash. I agree. It's, the most, it's mundane. It looks like some regular ass traffic shit. Okay. It's but like, here's my, huh. here's, but here's my next question. Here's my next question. Some regular ass traffic. Go shit. Look, Spoiler I want, came no, from eBay. No, no, but I have a question. I want you to go look at an EG hatch CTR and tell me other than, no, no, but tell me other than fog lights. No, tell me other than fog lights and a rear spoiler. What's different than a standard EG hatch? Nothing. Exactly. Um, and what does a standard EG hatch look like? A fucking computer. But, but I like the, the 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 previous gen that they just had. I see. Like, I don't like that car. Uh, it grew on me. Talk about yeah, Megatron yeah, face fucking shit. That. That's the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. give me two yeah. scenarios. It doesn't too, work. Right? What's that? It look, it's got to look the part as much as it does the part. It does the thing, right? No, but I no no no. I just I wholeheartedly disagree. I think the cool thing the cool thing about Honda Type R's forever is that they were almost completely indistinguishable from a standard Integra or a standard Civic, other than a couple of aggressive touches, a lip or a fog light treatment or a spoiler. 
They're pretty we're, low we're key. Really to the '90s cars, I think, because the 2000s car looked pretty wild comparatively. Speaking, oh yeah, like the EP3 and shit. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a whole. Yeah, no, that's a whole different. No, I'm talking about OG fucking. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the last twenty. That's the last twenty-two years of Honda, though. Yeah, it's but I don't necessarily. But I don't. But wait up. But like, I don't necessarily like the last twenty-two years of Honda design. I think that they really lost what the fuck they had going for them in the two thousand. Like they, I mean, they did. Yeah. So they followed that train, and now they are where they are. But like, I think like the last generation Civic Type R, it looks like a Civic Sport with a wing on it. So like, my thing is, they took the new Civic Type R, and I feel like the wing looks cheap. Like and I feel like it doesn't fit with the car. I do agree like, with the fact that the wing doesn't feel like it fits. I will agree with that. I feel like the it, wing it feels like it's awkward. just kind of it looks it's like tacked it's an on. awkward place placement. Civics to me look like the smallest crossover Ooh. vehicle there is. Well, There's they do. They do look like a small crossover. They are. It, yeah, and like that's not what because they well they that's started not as the Civic I ever. Well, yeah, but that that hatch in a crossover should not be the same well i will i will say this like i've seen a couple of the newest gen civics in person i've seen a civic si in person a new one they don't look like anything but that's kind of honda's thing dude that's kind of like their factory thing is they don't really look like anything and like dude the japanese like press releases are coming out they're talking 325 horsepower that car is going to fucking scream. You can say whatever you want about how it looks, but Honda has rarely released okay. a bad performance car. But 325 horsepower for something they're going to ask you 45 to $50,000. No, for. they're not going to ask you 45. The dealer will. Well, yeah. And that's, that's an America problem. That's not a Honda yeah. problem. Well, or, that's not well, a Honda or, problem. That's yeah, correct. Ford, Ford's going <laughs> to fix that. But, but if Honda wants to sell Allegedly. cars, they will, they Idiots. will realize that. Like, you can go buy a super that sat on the lot because nobody wanted to pay the markup for MSRP. If you well, wanted did, to, did, you did I, your... I told you the story about how I got my SDI for what I got it for, right? The guy took a $7,500 bath on a championship white CTR. Oh yes. yeah. So he had my car for six months, put 6,000 miles on it and then traded it in for a 5,000 over championship white C. Cause at the time it was the only championship white CTR on the West coast. And he wanted a championship white one. So, yeah, he just took a fucking bath on it. Nice. Yeah. And so <laughs> I got to buy a $35,000, car with 6,000 miles on it because this guy decided he wanted to lose his ass on a fucking CTR, which that's <laughs> fine, man. <laughs> like, I'm cool with that. I just, I don't know, man. The new Civic Type R, like, the, 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 the this previous gen is totally growing on me but the new one i just i, I actually i'm gonna like be a regular I, car I, I i honestly i love the new one i'm a huge fan mm. i think it, i'm a huge I fan of that you car. would and because it's low-key because it's it's the r33 of fucking civic type r's do you also like the new integra you like that no too? no i don't <laughs> no i don't because it just looks like i get like i've I've looked at it long and hard. I see the correlation. The to, no, I've seen the correlation to like old school DA Integras. Cause that's what they say they were pulling from was the old school, like really aggressive long back hatch yeah. fucking, but it just doesn't translate well. Flat lights. And like, I haven't been the biggest fan of Acura's design language in the last ever. 
So 15, like 25 years, 30 years, basically yeah. since the DC Honda. four. Yeah. Since honestly, real talk <laughs> since like the RSX was out, <laughs> I haven't, specifics. yeah, I haven't been a huge fan of the of act. RSX was the last accurate, like honestly, like, or like the okay, TLS. When, when they came out with like the, the a spec TL that had like the rear wheel steering and they were asking like, that thing was pretty grand. tight. I was like, well, yeah, but like, wait, 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 are we talking about the new side? one or the old one? Yeah. Well, like, like 2017. Like, okay. No, like, not that. One. I was talking about the old TLS type S like that. The TL type. No, S. That, 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 that was cool. That was, that was cool. Tight. But yeah. the new one, the S spec or whatever no, the no, no, spec no. that they're asking all the money for, like you're all still an Acura. Like, well, it's like a weird don't. position, right? Because like the TL, the TLX Type S has a 3.5 liter twin turbo. It's all wheel drive. It's got rear wheel steering. It's got all the shit going for it. But it's only like six grand less than an Audi S4. You might as well just buy an Audi S4. It's objectively a nicer car for a hundred dollars a month. You know I'm what I mean? So <laughs> mad. I've been like like ten thousand miles on my car and it still hasn't fucking blown up. Like, I was talking to Mike about it. I really hope that nobody who listens to this podcast has anything to do with your warranty. Because like <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the guy in the bottom corner right there, his name is Mike. He's he on has my a lot corner, to do but... with my warranty. Oh yeah. Uh, Quick side note, this just proves how actually smart Audi is, though, is I'm in the middle of an engine change in an S5, and my tech runs a data log on the car, right? Just because nobody ran one, but we found out the piston, number cylinder number six is just, no compression. Cylinder six is done. Needs a motor. Certified warranty, all that shit, Timmy. And come I'm to like, find I'm out. in my motor? Uh, it's not your motor. I, is it supercharged or turbocharged? Turbocharged. It's your motor. Um, <laughs> come to find out. No, no, no. When, when my tech did that data reading, they found out it was tuned. So in the middle of an engine change, they TV1'd it, which TV1 means you f- you're fucked. They yeah. just voided all of the warranty on your car. Any extended warranty is canceled. We know it's tuned. We know you modified it. Fuck you. And literally, I have a brand new $25,000 engine sitting on a stand with his this guy's engine and transmission ready to go back in the car. And the only reason we caught this is because my warranty admin is getting ready to leave like the facility, like he's done working for us. We're like, hey, it's a really big job. Code this. And he's like, I can't. It's TDA1. We're like, the fuck do you what? mean it's TD1? So literally, I had to stop the, the, the tech. <sighs> Call the customer and go, yeah, you fucked up. You didn't tell me it was tuned. And Audi now we're now all knows. fucked. Yeah. Audi now knows. So you need to come up with $30,000. Or come pick your piece of shit up. Or I have to put your old engine back on the fucking transmission and put it back in the car, and I have to eat all of that bullshit. You have to eat it? Oh, because I mean, he did no, because I, nobody legally, yeah, yeah, legally yeah, 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 I did yeah. not quote you for that job. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because it's warranty. Yep. That's rough. So somebody's getting fucked, and it's probably Mike. I don't know. So I had. Do you think this dude customer. has thirty large to just? He's in the Absolutely business. Not. Okay. It's it sounds like he's got more than at least half. And I'm I trying mean, to that... get him signed. 
trying to get him signed up for our financing at work. Yeah, what Sunbit? Yeah, <laughs> he just rape you. Thirty-three point five percent interest. Hey man, if you can't afford that shit, I mean, re- here's my here's my real question: how how long of a job is that? What, like eighteen hours? Oh, no, 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 but in like car being in the shop time, not in like working all uh, the time. Two months. Okay. Three no, months? no. I've only had the car for. Oh, three I weeks forgot. Shit moves in and out of your shop real. You know, a week of it basically sitting waiting for the customer to decision. Hey, how long has my RO been opened? We're gonna call Nilo about that shit. That's right. <laughs> my question is: is like, would you guys, if this dude drops fifteen G's, do you start the work? Dude. Honest, then, I would say hell yeah. yeah. The problem is, is half the work's already done. So then the answer is yes. <laughs> well, then yeah. I mean, you might as well finish so just, the work if he's going to say pay last dog. Yeah, yeah. If he's if you're already halfway, if you're balls deep, and he's like, "Hey, I'll get you. I'll meet you halfway down the shaft." You'll probably just finish. That yeah, part. absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, I we're pretty much already doing the job now at cost. Like, there's no, there's no gross in it. There's no yeah. profitability. That's there's rough. no. Nothing. And the only advantage or selling point that I had was is hours and a survey. No. No. <laughs> yeah, no, if, no, at this point, my, my, he, Mike's just trying to if, not take an L at this point. He's not trying to correct. make money. Well, You're just trying to not if, take an L if, at this point. If he bought a motor and he bought a new ECU, there was a shot that we could go to Audi and they would reinstate all of his warranties that he had. Which, like, he I, bought, like, a platinum Audi warranty like Tim did. For six years up to 140,000 And then he went and tuned the car? And did, did not detune it before he brought it to me. See, that's Ooh. the biggest oh, fuck up. Oh, that's the they, biggest fuck they up. Didn't, they, it wasn't like a, a history of tuning. Like, he brought it in tuned. The only reason we caught it again was is because my warranty admin was literally quitting. And we're like, hey, this is a big job code this real quick for me before you leave because we're about to be done with this bitch because the motor's about to go in tomorrow. And he's like, I can't. It's TD1. And we're like, <gasps> damn. Well, you know, I've only been stock for the last, you know, the whole time. Well, your car's back. already been there and we've ran that shit because you're a smarter individual. So. <laughs> now this guy Are like we allowed to grand. say pro tip if you're going to void your warranty, devoid it before you take it back to the fucking dealership? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I did it. When I had my 15, I, that I was literally like, fucked That wasn't your fault. It. That wasn't your fault. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Did you put 87 in the car? No. Okay. Dude, what was that show from back in the day? The guy in like New York or something, little fat guy, used to wear like the colorful suits. And he would do all the celebrities' cars. Uh, God, what? what the hell is this guy? It was like it was like an East Coast what? version of West Coast Customs. Oh, oh, it was the unique was Auto Works. I remember yes. this. It was like Italian or something. Yes, like that. I remember unique this. Works. Unique, unique Auto Works. Yeah, there, yes. Okay. So there was an episode guy. where like he did like Buster Rhymes' Lamborghini and somebody else's car. And he kept all their shit from their previous car because they like, when the lease is up, I got to put everything back on and put it yep. back to stock. And they come get, like, take the car wow. back. He's like, detune everything, like, wheels, exhaust, everything I put back onto the car. Can I? I'm going to play, we're, we got to start wrapping this up, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate in that situation. Um, I would never buy a new Lambo. 
Well, neither did they. Right, exactly. No, but that's my point, is that, like, modern performance hyper super... They're never going to hold value like vintage supercars did. Right. Right, like, a, a brand new STO Huracan is never going to hold value like an F40 did. No, they're no. honestly, like, 375 to 400 still. They're and they'll really never be that. more than that. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? No. Like, they'll... They're, there's something about analog fast. I'm going to kill you cars. That is just different than modern cars. Oh, yeah. And it always will be. Yep. And you can't change it. Period. Like don't buy a like, unless it's like a Veyron or like a Koenigsegg, I guess, or like a Huayra, but like any like quote unquote, like, you know, your three to 400,000 Ferraris and all that. They're not going to, they're not going to hold value and increase. Even I think I'm going to be honest. I don't think a new nine eleven turbo will ever appreciate the way that vintage sports cars will. They'll hold for a really no, long time. They make but, too many of them now, honestly. Right. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're also just on. not as special in like a very odd je ne sais quoi kind of way. You know what I mean? Like you can't put yeah, a but you, on. But you, but you look at, at, at certain cars like, to me, <laughs> iconically, Bad Boys, the original movie, the Turbo S in that movie, like that to me is like a holy grail. Like, But again, it's an analog point, car. It's an analog car. Right, but... That's our generation. At some point, our generation above us is going to be electric cars. They're going to look down on a turbo yeah, S from no, 2018. And no, be like, that's a that's fuck. a great point. No, I think that yeah. I think that kids now look at cars like cell phones. Yeah, right. Throw it in the gutter and go get another. And we looked at them like yep. things to aspire to. Yeah, I bought and, a piece of shit out of the gutter. And I'm going to build it to something that's fucking great. You spent fifty five thousand dollars on a shitbox. Yeah now i mean that may know realistically when you in terms of like obviously gtrs are amazing but just in terms of like interior finding a lot of a lot of shit it's still a japanese shitbox japanese car japanese build a car a certain way and they're amazing in a ton of different ways and they're all right in a couple other ways you know what i mean but yeah i think i think 17 yen glued to my fucking brake pedal by the way that story made me laugh so hard that was so good Mainly because Lenny is such a snob in so so many ways, but he's not above like listen. The only solution is to literally throw money at it, <laughs> but not American dollars because you know they don't measure up quite the right way. You gotta throw it. It only likes Japanese dollars. He was like, "Yeah, no, I'll, I'll bring it to you. Like, we're gonna yeah. glue some Amer- some yen to this shit." It only likes it <laughs> only likes money me. from the other land, from the motherland. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But no, I just I just don't. On brand. I just I just think that uh, yeah, that that shit's never gonna aspire that way or or, or be those long term pieces. So I think yeah, I think dude, like. I think it actually is probably smarter to lease a Huracan and throw 40 grand to mod it and then another 20 to put it back than it is to like buy a Huracan at all. Correct. I'm going to buy a Huracan in like 15 years. It's going to be dirt cheap and I'm going to slam that bitch. Fucking <laughs> yeah. I will 1000% support you then, sir. Uh, Lenny, what's the dude? I can't remember his name. Guy in Japan builds Diablos, rolls with the homies, Bozuzuko style. Uh, Liberty Walk. No, 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 no. The guy we're talking like lights and cheetah, chrome cheetah print Lamborghini. We played the video on the show. Oh, there. Uh, Moriyashi-san. Thank you. That guy. 
just like that. Jay, you've seen the video. We we literally were yeah. smoking a blunt in my room when we watched it the first time. Yeah, um, I know the video. Underground King. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's yes, that. Like Bozuzuko exhaust and fucking fur lined every yeah, do that shit. But have you seen the, the Daigo Saito his uh shop tour? I need to watch it, but I it gets I feel oh, like it's gonna hurt my... me inside. Dude, just Oh, this dude made a drift. He made a drift. Are, are, are you talking about oh, the Larry Chen one that I yeah. just sent? Yeah. Dude, so, that I watched it is so yesterday. worth all oh, the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. That dude has had I'm the gonna crazy. I'm going to go watch it again. Right. Okay. So this is, this is going to bring the episode full circle here, and I hate let's to do it. take no, no. you got to take no, it let's do it. No, do it. Take me home, Daddy. Do we take think, it? Do we think Larry Chen's R32, I mean, nothing besides the name, just the condition of the It's not the 85 grand. No. Is it 85 grand? No, the car if, if, 77 grand on that 97 uh S3 literally every day every literally yes. every possible day right. of the week without Mike, you hesitation. should call them tomorrow i already sent no, them an email no i think larry Mark, chan's yeah, i think larry about. chan's r32 You're is welcome. 30 is eighty five thousand dollars because it's larry chan's r32 great and haggerty and haggerty is smart enough to know that Okay, I think dude, well, I think it's publicity. It. Right. I think it, I think it's publicity. no, exactly. Yeah. Haggerty knows that. Like Haggerty knows, like this. If you take this car to an auction and say it's a very clean, low volume in this color R32 with XY mods, and it's owned by Larry Chen, prolific automotive photographer. Yes. Right, eighty five thousand dollars pulls it all day. If it's just that car. Lenny, no. correct me. It's probably a sixty-five thousand dollars car, according to okay. Haggerty. Yeah. Br- bring a trailer. Our favorite site sold Denzel Washington. This is the third owner owner's car, but Denzel Washington's brand new nine eleven turbo from the eighties, and it got like three hundred grand. Third mm-hmm. owner. It's not Denzel's Denzel car Washington. anymore, but because Denzel Old owned it, breaking broken picking it was Denzel. Right. <laughs> Who was the top last one on it? Denzel? Uh, it's his car. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the top thir- Bill 32 <laughs> sold at Meacham at, at Monterey Carwick for 140 grand. Wait, what is this? The white, it was, uh, I say not the, but a white R32 top secret built. Oh, uh, I think it's like a 1994 uh-huh. car. Uh, it sold for 140 grand. So was it built? In, was it built? Was it built? In the nineties or in two thousands or was it built? Yeah, no, it was it was built in uh two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen in, in that time period. I saw it at Top Secret being built. It was quite amazing. It was like a, a now two owner or now it's a four owner car. At the time it was just a, a two owner car. Uh stripped down, pre painted from the uh, then rebuilt, a two point eight liter twin turbo engine i think it was putting down like 700 i mean yeah that's there's, shop. there's a there's an argument to be made if it's a full like quote-unquote frame up and it, car. Yeah. yeah and it's making 700 some like there's an argument to be made that and especially out of a shop like top secret right like i would i would love to see like what the old supra would cross the block at the 200 mile an hour super. Yeah. I would love to see what that motherfucker crosses the block at. Cause that's, I, that's, that's I, a, that's a half, half million dollar mil. car. Yeah. No, I think yeah, it's probably, I think it's probably more when oh, you no, can, I agree with you. When you consider I, I, the fact that bone stock clean supers are pulling $200,000 now. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Oh. Well, so like, so chuckles crazy. garage, right? The guy who old smoky F one, that fucking guy, 
he posts a photo of a bring and trailer auction and it's like $104,000 for a manual twin turbo, a black manual non-target twin turbo US spec uh, Supra. It's a 94, which apparently is like the year they made the most twin turbo Supras. And he goes, that's what I was about to bring up to you. Yeah. The he's one that's like on there right now. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's like, he's like, Hey, let's just throw six figures at like literally the most populous Japanese shitbox that we had that year. He's like, I wonder what my one of 99 Quicksilver would sell for. So he could probably yeah. pill 300,000, especially what, yeah. what do you think that that 94 hard top Supra is at right now? Probably 150, 160, some stupid nah, like that. Nah, too high, too high. All right, 115, 120? Even I'm still, that's, that's too much. Two days left. That's too fucking much. It is too much. It's, that's it's fucking way too much. too much. That car is, that's not a $100,000 car. It's fucking Toyota knew that nah, when they but, sold okay. it. That's why it was $30,000. <laughs> we, we can sit here and say it's all too much, but here's the reality, and this is what People we saw. No, this is what we, but we saw this in early 2000s where you had... <laughs> guys grow up with the chevelles and the gtos and all of that stuff right and these guys were buying resto mod gtos for a hundred and ten thousand dollars back in 2000 2001 but that's what they grew up with right yeah i've said before we grew up differently we grew up with gtrs and supras and so Evos i would and all that shit right the s15s so or i S13s. would almost agree with you i would almost agree with you but here's the thing. Those guys were paying six figures trying to take all of the shit out of the car that made it bad, right? Let's deter this car. These guys are paying like six figures for a bone fucking stock. That's true. Toyota Supra. No, but there's guys that do that too. There's guys that buy like, I mean, look at the top right cast right now. They've got low mileage cars that are completely Right, but those are like V-Spec 2s and like, like rare no, low not. quantity vehicles. No, they're fucking not. The R34s. Your R33 was a fucking beast. There's a, there's a bone yeah. stock. There's yeah. a bone stock. Eighty nine. R34, believe it or not. No, there's a there's a bone stock. I just said earlier. There's a bone stock thirty two with twelve thousand miles on it. They want a hundred and ten thousand. It's a twelve thousand mile thirty year old car. So what? They were selling GTOs. So this like was that a fifty thousand miles in. But right, but how much money is that car? Oh, brand new. Right. No, but how much money is the car you're talking about right now? It's a hundred thousand dollars? Hundred and ten. Okay. That's a car that was never sold in the United States. That's a car that was that's a car that was never sold in the United States. This is a car that was manufactured and sold in the United States. That's true. Right? There's more of that ninety four Supra than there in the US, as far as I know, than there were R thirty twos, period. So you're talking about a car that was bought, was built here, sold here, and we're going to pay six figures for it versus an R32, which we never got. So it automatically yeah. is going to pull a premium. That's yeah, no not thanks. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a fair comparison. Wow. You make such good points. I'm a relatively <laughs> intelligent dude. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> to a point. Sometimes. To a point. <laughs> to a point. That's fair. <laughs> to a point. I'm the smartest Don't dumb motherfucker like you know. So, um, <laughs> like it's subscribe. But I'm just saying, it's like that. There's supers are fucking out of control, dude. Even I don't give a fuck. Integra Type R's are out of control. JZX 100s yeah. are out of control. Oh yeah. And Integra Type, uh, dude. Uh, 
In a, in a ticker type, type R for sale. <laughs> type R are on Type R on top rank for freaking forty grand. There's yeah. no, that's not a forty thousand dollar car. I don't give a no, fuck. No, absolutely yeah. not. Because I can go buy a three thousand dollar DC four and build a faster car for half the money. Yeah, and do correct. and do the front end swap. Twenty five for it. Would twenty five be a more fair price? No, I think I, like seventeen would. be I more think fair with, price. The, <laughs> with the with the mileage, with the mileage, no, but like with the mileage that I'm seeing on those vehicles that he's bringing over, because they're relatively high mileage, most of them, right? I think like twenty twenty two to twenty five is probably more stomachable than forty. Yeah, oh, of course, right? Forty is a that's that's a big lift, dog. That's a, that's a brand new car. You go buy a brand new car. But here, but Whether here, you like but, an STI or not, go buy a new STI. But here's like, but here's my here's the problem with that, Lenny. I think I kind of understand your point. Is that, in my opinion, that's where JZX100 should live. Yeah, is the twenty two to twenty five, and I would definitely say that I would not value an ITR as much as I value a JZX100. Because those are in the. Th- 35 to yeah they're way they're way too expensive there's no universe where that car should be thirty five thousand dollars. no because and most of them are manual swap right because they didn't not a lot of them did not come manual they're not a ton of them yeah yeah which is fine i don't really have an issue with that the chassis was set up for it doesn't fuck up the balance you need a couple of trim pieces whatever that's that's whatever that's not the problem i it it's just the fact that like performance per dollar it's not worth that money Yes. Is it fucking cool? Yeah, fuck. It's a right-hand drive, straight-six turbo manual fucking Forder. Yeah, it's sick as shit, right? It's rear-wheel drive. It's got all the cool shit. Cool. But, but it's like, dog, I can go buy an old BMW that checks all of those boxes for $15,000. And arguably that'd be a better car. I can easier part support. That's for fucking sure. Thousand percent. Yeah. Right. So, so to sit here and tell me that I'm literally paying that much money for a car that's objectively harder to drive on the United States streets, just because our streets aren't set up for right hand drive, with less parts support, so the the cost difference in terms of maintaining the vehicle are probably objectively nominal, right? Where's my Lost here. Where's my win? Just to say, I drive a chaser that nine out of ten people don't know what it is. Yeah, they're cool though. They're fucking cool, but that at some point, I'm okay to pay a little bit more because it's cool to me and not to everybody else. Right? <laughs> but like, am I gonna pay thirty five thousand dollars for a twenty five year old Japanese car with one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it because it's cooler to me than some shit is to somebody else? It's not that cool, dog. Nothing's that fucking Hard. cool, homie. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, don't want to keep the conversation going, but what about like all the fifty thousand dollar S two thousands? If it that has shit. less than forty thousand miles, it is forty grand and above. The only one Just that made sense that that red one that I posted that was like a six hundred wheel horsepower car and it was like really well put the together. Car, the, the, yeah, the and anyone yeah. is yeah. like, I want forty for it. I was like, there's an argument there. There's an yeah. argument there. Right, there's but a like lot a, of money put in that car. Right, but a bone stock S2K, even low mileage, and you want a fifty rack? Nah, get the fuck out of here, nope. dog. It's not nope. that good. It doesn't even have a tele. Been, it doesn't have I've an adjustable steering column for all of this. Uh, the, we could have a holdover conversation on this. You've been the who? The which people? Yeah. Porsche, no, which people? Did you Porsche say? Is the blame for all of this? I think that's correct. In terms, in, to the air cooled market, 
is it had a ripple effect that will in terms of like over inflation in terms of over inflation yes. yeah i i would agree yeah. i would agree they but they didn't do that they no they absolutely did, did that they, did. Uh, they I mean, subconsciously the only did. listen the only people who can increase the value of the porsche market are the people that buy porsches dog yeah <laughs> that's how that works man like yeah. <laughs> i don't know i guess i always believe there's there's a, there's a fucking ass there's an ass for every seat, right? It's a, how much do you want to pay for a car, right? That's what it comes sure. down to, right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have paid more than I paid for my GTR. Like, the one we saw tonight, like, yeah, if I could flip the equity that I have. In That's the a strong purchase at 70 large. That's a strong but, purchase but at 70 I, large. Okay, but for me to get my car currently to what that car is. I think it would cost you more than, it, I think it would cost you more than 20 grand to get your car. That's, that yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if I could flip it and take the equity and flip it into that, sure, that, that's that's one thing. But I don't know, man. Like, I think at some point this car market, this, even the Japanese market, is going to come back to reality. It, it, it has to. Like, I I mean, I don't necessarily just I don't necessarily agree. I don't think we're ever going to get back to any kind of normalcy that we're used to in terms of vehicles. I think that we have flat out turned a corner in terms of what cars are going to sell for. And I don't, and I think that by, by the time that supply chain has caught back up to demand in terms of all the bullshit that happened during COVID and just all the other material restrictions because of war and retrain or whatever other fucking thing you want to pin it on. By the time we come out the other side of that fucking shit show, we're going to be balls deep in electric cars. And I don't think that anything that we give a shit is going to be positively affected by any of that economic change. I think that you'll see the price of electric cars drop, but I think all the vintage shit is going to stay more expensive. Because yeah. there will be less of it. So I think I and this and if I'm being completely honest, I am well, I hope really are. I think I, I'm really scared to sell my STI because there is a strong chance that by the time I get to the point where I'm ready to buy a Stasia, I can no longer afford one or anything that I actually like. <laughs> right? And so, your STI uh, yeah. will be Going worth that type of money at that point. I mean, I, I, right, I, I said, looked, that's the American way, right? Just I, fucking go I deeper into it. Kelly Blue Book. There's a dead now to get better my, later. My, my, the STI that I have now, Kelly Blue Book's at 40 grand right now. Mine with um, the accident and everything else is 36. I owe 28 on it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fifteen thousand dollars in positive equity, in that and you bought it a year right ago. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, and so, but that's why I'm afraid. I sell the R33, buy this other R33. Done. Uh, I have money uh, left over. Four thousand percent. Four thousand percent. I could, and I could pretty much be happier with life. And I could own. Yeah. I think Dude. that I think that if you did that, I don't think that. I don't think you'd regret it long term because I think what you would end up doing is you would basically own this, the new super fast skyline outright damn close to it. And then you would end up buying a daily you liked better and you wouldn't give a shit anymore. So I got my Tahoe. To yes. drive. Okay. Yeah. But so eventually you're going to not want to drive a 20 year old clapped me. out SUV. <laughs> Let's just make this 
Alex, you're good with titles. This is the podcast that Lenny unfortunately just bought Mike a new GTR. I think Lenny, Lenny bought Mike a GTR. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, I did. I once again am a bad hey. influence in some of Yeah, world. but that's what hey, we do. Hey, then cancel, cancel that fucking Nisma order we just talked about. Fuck that shit. Oh my god. Here we go. <laughs> and, on, and on that, and on that JDM garbage. So you're you're good on that order. Oh my god, nobody cares. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> Only GTR people care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> word to the wise, I think the big takeaway here is if you can afford your fucking dream No, if you can afford your dream car, go fucking buy it now. Because very shortly you won't be able to. Embrace the electric revolution as your daily driver. You're not going to have a fucking choice. Might as well determine what you like and what you don't rather than be an old pissy fuck about it. Um, Accurate. Thank, thank <laughs> you so much to Lenny for being on. Check out uh, Zero Live Podcast. They are our more legitimate sister in podcasting. <laughs> they actually cover F1 and stuff, which we're not going to do just because we just don't do that here. If you want F1 content, if you want F1 content, go check out Zero Lift because I can promise you we will you never cover it. content on, on, you know, the inner workings of mechanical car things. We also got that as well. Yeah, we got Kyle. Shut up, man. Kyle, where are the Kyle facts? We are missing out on. Yeah, we haven't had a single Kyle fact. Give me a Kyle fact. How much does your carbon fiber hood weigh? No, no, Kyle fact. Carbon fiber gives me lumber. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I was I was full brick when that came in. That that hood saved me. Like, uh, they're claiming like fifty percent. I mean, Jenna was literally literally holding the hood up. Okay, so you probably stayed. You probably stayed fifteen pounds over your front end. Yeah. 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 Plus nice. like plus that's 3000 cute. swag. You know what I'm saying? So you got oh, that yeah. going it. I think that's all and we really care it about. It automatically adds more horsepower. So <laughs> you'll see some cooling benefits. And even if you and don't, we're stickers. just going to tell people that, right? Just yeah, so sure. they Absolutely. Anyway, like, and subscribe, check us out. Big shirt shit coming in hot. Um, check out zero lift podcast. If you hadn't at zero lift, follow at, uh, Mr. Zero Lift on Instagram so you can get all that content as well. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Buy your hero cars. Love them. Don't sell them because you'll never get another fucking chance to own them. And until the next time, we love you guys as always. Peace out. Have a great day.